to What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Talk it, talk it, talk it, talk it, talk it. Brian? Testing, testing. One, two, one, two. You're good. Ryan, do a UFO sound. Do a transformer. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front. Our movie this week is Iron Man. Go ahead and pop in your DVD or Blu-ray. Press play, press pause when the Paramount logo fades to black. The first frame you perceive of all black. Press pause like I press pause here. In a second, I'll say three, two, one, unpause, at which point I'll press play, you'll press play, and we'll watch the movie together in perfect sync. It'll be like any other commentary, except, of course, this time with four friends in your head. <laughs> Those friends this week are myself, as always, T. Christie, and Brian eating pizza fenifter. Hello. Ryan wooing Weber. That's my enthusiasm for Iron Man. And then Jake, Whoa. unenthusiasm for Iron Man. Uh, Lloyd. I am extremely enthusiastic. You sound like an NPR guy. I don't know why you'd think that I'm being unenthusiastic. Coming up on Fresh Air. I can't... I don't know anyone that... I, I don't know anyone that doesn't like Iron Man, and I can't think of any movie in the superhero genre that everyone fucking likes. I, I don't know why this one works so well. I guess we'll talk about it. It could just be that it's a funny character, and it's Robert Downey Jr. being like Robert Downey Jr. Prime. But it's it's a movie that I like, and I, I can watch it whenever it's on. And um, that's all I got. It's, you know, it's a good Whenever movie. it's on in my DVD player when I'm playing it to uh-huh. watch it. <laughs> Brian? I think Ryan likes this movie. Yes, he does. How do you feel about Iron Man? Uh, I like it a lot. Um, I think it's probably one of the best examples of, of superhero movies out there. Um, what makes it a good example? I think this one hits a nice line. He's Mo- eating pizza. I am. I'm sorry. You, you, I thought you were going to take longer. Let me speak for him. You just move your mouth and chew, and nah, I'll nah, say nah, the nah. words like you're Mr. Ed. <laughs> a little string attached to my lip. Um, I, I think as we've talked about with like Spider-Man or, or other stuff, a lot of mov- uh, comic book movies fall into the trap of being... <clears throat> Not as realistic and grounded grounded as movies need to be because comic books don't aren't yeah. really held to the same standard. Um, well, it's, and te- it, it's technology versus the supernatural. This movie does has no supernatural. It's the same reason why I think Batman Begins works so well. Because yeah, it's technology. Right, versus, right. You know what I mean? a good point. I, I, yeah, I think that is a, a large part of it. Um, but the difference, and I think both both Batman Begins, the Nolan Batman's, and this are excellent comic book movies. Where this excels, where Batman Begins doesn't. Oh. Is that this is fun? I mean, Batman Begins is great in that it's like it's gritty and it's realistic yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like hardcore. Yeah. Well, you're right. You're de- this but is definitely a, a comedy. But this, this is yeah, much yeah, more yeah, of a fun yeah, yeah. movie than yeah. like d- Nolan's Batman is fucking heat with a crazy bastard yeah, in, in a bat suit, which is awesome yeah, yeah, yeah. in its own way. But this is much more of like, okay, we're gonna make a comic book movie, so yeah. it's fun, but it achieves but it that makes, funness without being sense, stupid, and it yeah. makes perfect sense. So. Uh, Ryan, I can see your boner from here, mm-hmm. and I can't tell if that's because you and that's just... not just because I'm sitting next to the right. devilishly handsome Jake Lloyd. Well, you were also like giggling like a moron when Brian was talking, so I'm not exactly sure. Well, yeah, but that's just because like every third word was like either the smacking of the pizza <laughs> chewing or just pronouncing things wrong. I'm like, we're gonna have to revoke your speaking license. What, for what, a what bit. did I say wrong? It was funny. You'll listen to it right. when it comes out. It's How great. do you feel about Iron Man? Uh, Iron Man is awesome. Um, like, I think for me, like, in the last, like, two years, like, the two biggest movies for me that I just, like, was, like, yes, fucking awesome was Star Trek and Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. And we know how you feel. Yeah. Um, but, um, so, yeah, this one was huge. And, and like you said, this is a lot of fun, this movie. That's, yeah. that's one of the main things that's so terrific about it. And, obviously, Robert Downey just brings it, and he's written just as so witty and funny and so the character is great but also he's just like cool and i want to be him and the effects are awesome and 
I like the origin stories as it being, you know, the the first one and how he gets to where he is and stuff. And just I think it's just through and through. It's just just excellent. And we'll uh, you know we'll break that down as we play through it. Obviously, but uh, you know. Obviously, I love this movie. So, Jake, you're you're, you're a man of comics. How do you feel about this movie? Fucking love <laughs> All right, this movie. I think that this movie hit the nail on so many heads. Uh, I know that each nail only has one head, but that's how good this was. It found multiple heads on a single nail and nailed every one of them. Uh, I think John Favreau is just. <laughs> I mean, he just does, he. Yeah. And I personally, honestly, like I, I don't fucking know much about the making of this movie other than like what everybody knows, and I think that. He probably deserves all of the credit. I mean, like there. I mean, yeah. the guy just did such a fantastic job taking, um, you know, this character who I think universally was probably not a big popular. Fa- you mean like of all of the the genres? I had never you know I mean? in my life yeah. heard of Iron. I thought that was see, a song when the trailer see, came out. Wow. See, I like I I'm, I was as a big comic book nerd. Iron Man is probably one of my least. I think the only people that I like less than Iron Man was probably like the Hulk, which I think I talked about how I just couldn't stand the whole character when we did Ang Lee's Hulk and Fantastic Four. Like I, I was never into those characters for whatever reason. They just never grabbed me. And Iron Man was one of the ones that never grabbed me, even though I did read. Like I said, I did read here and there, but it was never one of those things. Where it was like I couldn't. I had to, like I have to have everything that has like involved with Wolverine. Like he's one of those characters that I can just read everything involved with <sighs> Spider Man. I can read everything with involved in Spider Man. I can read every. There's certain characters, like Captain America. I can read any Captain America. But you were talking about Thor. Iron Man. Yeah, Thor. I can read any Thor because I love how every writer writes him as a completely different character, essentially, in regards to whether or not he is the Thor God of Thunder. We'll talk about that. Right. Anyways, um, yeah, and I think that uh, for whatever reason, I never was really like into Iron Man. I, I dug it here and there. I got it. I guess it was kind of, cause it's a simple theme with one or two little things that I learned like later in life that I kind of picked up on, uh, like the alcoholism and little stuff like that. But I think that freaking, spousal abuse, I think that, oh, man, I mean, John Favreau just, he just fucking knocked it out of the park. And like when I found out they were making this movie, I was like, yeah, I was like, all right, I get it. It was when, you know, every, 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 every yeah, every, I was like, all right, it was only, it was inevitable. But then I was like, John Favreau is attached. And John Favreau is one of my personal heroes. As somebody who has been told a hundred times, there's no way that you'll ever be able to write, direct, and be in a movie that will be successful. Like, I love John Favreau. Cause I go, well, guess what? John Favreau was able to do. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so the fact that he was attached to it made me immediately love it. And then I found out Robert Downey was being cast. And that was just a fucking, one of those moments where Did that just, make sense to you when you oh found out? Oh my god, it made uh, it's me, dude, I mean, the fact It's one of those things where you go, I would never would have thought of that, but that's perfect. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, not to mention that it's although I will, we will get on that though. <clears throat> the reason I thought it was so fantastic was because he really is the epitome of a Tony Stark kind of character who's universally loved, dashing good looks, yet yeah. has that has in, yeah. in, in real life, oh, yeah. I would tell you, has the alcohol problem and he had the same dark things. Now, it wasn't touched upon that much in the movie, which is one of the only few things I disliked about the movie, but it, it wasn't enough to make me hate it. Um, that they didn't play all. up as alcoholism. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they touched on it, but it wasn't as much there. In any case, we'll remind remind it. me later when we're slumping to tell you a oh, brief story we, about the similarities between Robert Downey and oh, Tony fantastic. Stark. Yeah, we'll get into that. Well, that's one other thing I want to bring up too. Just again, an estimate to John Favreau, and I think why this movie mm-hmm. hit so many, uh, you know, n- nerd and geek buttons was because he stayed so incredibly close to the source material. He changed some things here and there for the sake of, I don't know, character work or whatever, or getting characters into the series quicker. But for the most part, like, the first, I mean, I think it's, like, we'll see, but I think it's, like, 45, 45 minutes in the movie before we even see the, the, the red Iron Man suit. Mm-hmm. Like, that whole origin is, I mean, to the T right out of the books. Stands a couple minor characters in the wrong spots. And so I think little reasons like that were why it was successful, whereas in all of the other 
Marvel movies, it was like, all right, let's figure out a way. Let's figure out the quickest way to tell the story mm-hmm. instead of taking your time like they did with this one. Cool. You're at the point where the Paramount logo faded to black as I am here. Have your mouse remote ready. Three, two, one, unpause. Now they're going to have to rewind it. You screwed up everything because no, they're going to be playing. What's going to happen is I'm going to edit out the fact that I had to say three, two, one, unpause twice. And and what so you said, you'll look like an idiot right. when, it, when it actually goes on the is, is Marvel or DC Stanley? I don't know this. Marvel. Marvel. Marvel is Stanley. Marvel is Stanley. Okay. And, um, That's why he's always, because he's in this, yeah, remember? Yeah, he's, oh, he, yeah, he cameos yeah, yeah, yeah. in all the Marvel. Which is also, and by, by the way, said, the best cameo. It should, be said, <laughs> it should be said, too, that this, this was the very first Marvel Studios picture in which Fox didn't have their hands right. all over the Marvel characters. Yeah, this is yeah. the other reason why I think that John Favreau was able to do the, make this movie the way he wanted. If we, and that's something that we'll, have, we'll be able to talk about in depth. What would this movie have been like? I, I'm willing to hear everybody's like, quirky opinions on what we could have expected from a Fox-driven sure, yeah. Iron Man versus the Marvel Studios with right. John Favreau oh, and Stan it, Lee. It would have been Fantastic Four all <laughs> yeah, over again. It, 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 like, I, I just picture like... It would have been know, Wolverine. It probably would have been very similar <laughs> to Wolverine. Yeah. Single character. Drama. Now here we go. Like when I first saw this in the theaters, I was like, "Fantastic!" I was like, "We're already starting with the alcohol." You know what I mean? Like it's already kind of a point that this guy is like, he's just oh, I love it. everything about him. Everything from the 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 goatee, you know what I mean, to the style of his clothing oh, yeah. and the fact that he's in this Humvee. And you think about it, whenever they take any business civilian anybody into the military, they always give him a helmet. They yeah, always they, give they him, they you know, him in the actual yeah. gear. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. No. so you know, like, the, before this scene, there was a scene yeah. where they were like, Sir, you should really wear yeah, this. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, no, but he, but he has, no, he has a bulletproof vest on right now. Yes. Pouring his, yeah, yeah but, but still. Again. Yeah. Look uh, at him. I, love I mean, it. come on. This, yeah. I mean, just the way that this movie starts is, is perfect. It's it's absolutely perfect. We're, we're probably less than a minute in here, and we're already we're laughing with this guy. Yeah. It's like, it's You already like this guy. You're already on board with him. Yeah. And now this is something that I. I, I wish I knew more about. It. I'm curious as to how much freedom. <laughs> You're kidding me with a hand up, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious as to how much freedom uh, John Favreau gave Robert uh-huh, Downey. Yeah. You know what I mean? What, because, I, what I hear is that the, it was very, it was yeah, organic. A, like, yeah, do whatever. Yeah, Just try of, it. If we like it, we'll keep Cause it. Because there's a lot of improv sounding stuff, but yeah. it's but it's performed with such precision that you have to assume he did it once. Everybody laughed and screwed the take up, and then they just kept doing that one yeah, thing. Yeah, like, that's yeah. the way it seems almost. Mm-hmm. Which, and now this is one of those things where. Um, I mean, like straight out of the comic. I mean, it's there was some explosion. I think if I'm trying to remember his origin exactly, it wasn't it wasn't like a, uh, a high, like they didn't get held up. If I'm mistaken, like he was just demonstrating something. Yeah, in, now, in originally the, it was actually Vietnam, wasn't it? That it yeah, well, I, well, I, well, actually it was it was no, it was probably it was still War. Afghanistan. No, no, no well. <laughs> Because originally this whole thing was supposed to be about the Cold War. Like that's that was why Stanley created Iron Man because he wanted to create a hero that people at the time hated. The rich businessman. I think he's even quoted as to says, I wanted to take the person everybody hated and cram them down their throats. Cram him down their throats. I think he's quoted as to saying those exact words. Mm-hmm. But in any case, he's supposed to be like the wealthy aristocratic businessman who deals arms, like the, like the person who comic book readers of the generation absolutely hated. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he made a hero specifically because of that and to see how much he can get away with it. Brian, was that the thing that was in Moby Dick? No, not that one. Uh, <laughs> There's a Stark Industries torpedo in Moby Dick. There are two, actually. <laughs> that's great. Uh, because whatever prop house they You can't really tell, from. but if you look at it, you're like, yep, that's half the logo right there. This is yeah. a fantastic, you, a fantastic you, moment here. Where there is a shot in Moby Dick where Renee O'Connor is laying under a couple of torpedoes, and you can see half of the Stark Industries logos underneath on one of them. Nice. And talk about, talk about pacing. Like... We're three minutes and fifty seconds, and in. And, they, and he's already he's already the story has started. Yeah, ex- captured, exactly. Yeah. He's already been destroyed. His you know the shrapnel's already in his heart. Like he's already 
I and just, we've already established the character. I mean, we were able to establish the character in, in less seconds. than a minute, yeah, yeah. and now mm-hmm. we've started on one's journey. For people who don't, and I think you talked about earlier about why it's universally liked, because I think that people that don't have never read Iron Man ever or don't know the character at all whatsoever, they were immediately able to understand it. Like, and now we get to the exposition. Here's exactly. a great. Here's a montage exactly. of Tony's life, and here's everything you exactly. need to know. After after the cold open, after the teaser, yes. there's a picture in the sequence uh, that was actually in, it's in the background of one of the pictures that they put together. Uh, that was taken from Flickr without the person's knowledge, Ooh. and that guy I think sued. Really, Paramount? Wow. Yeah, I'll point it out when it comes up. It's it's here in a second. It's this weird, cool warehouse shot, and he's standing in front of it. I think it's the cover of a magazine. And some of these are fantastic. The the way it lo- really does look like a young Robert Downey. I'm yeah. curious. Mm-hmm. I'm always curious whether or not they use them, like they use actual they, photos of. I would of think so. Yeah, they, yeah. And then at found, least for reference, and found ways to place them. It seems like, like it. and that's even that right there. Tony Stark's Reigns Twenty One. That's straight out of the comic books. That's when this his picture. father died. That was mm. taken. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? That yeah. that warehouse? Yeah, that's fantastic. Although it kind of seems like that would be something they would have. <laughs> I know. <it's>, yeah. <laughs> we can't watch the movie. We have to talk about it. Yeah, I've I already know. sucked it. But it's so good. It. It's yeah. so good. I mean, oh, I don't know. I don't. And, know. And so I, I think don't know. here's another again, uh, just minor changes like. Uh, he didn't know in the comic books. He didn't meet Rhodey until after he was already like kidnapped, and after he made the Iron Man suit, and after he escaped. So, like, this is one of those minor changes that that Favreau chose to put Rhodey right in the beginning of it as part of his, you know, small group of people. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Happy, actually. Um, Happy's, which is another thing I think is fantastic. I love the fact that Jean Favreau was like, "Oh, I'm I'm not gonna not be in this movie. Like, you better believe <laughs> I'm gonna put myself in this movie." And then he gave himself one and a fantastically humble character, yeah. and two a character that he's perfect for. Yeah. Like, you got to give Favreau credit for just knowing, because at this time he was not like he was in friggin' that Christmas movie when he was all ripped and played the UFC guy. You yeah. know what I mean, like he, it's pitch perfect here. It's too much in Iron Man too. Yeah, but it's yeah. pitch perfect. Well, here. well, the thing though is that. And that's really his a fantastic point. In Iron Man Two, um, that's the scene. The scene that they used in Iron Man Two with him crashing the race car. Um, I can't remember who it was in the comic books. It wasn't Whiplash, but it was some other villain. And we'll talk about this. Remind me to go about talk about villains and mm-hmm. comic book villains when I'm done with this. But in any case, uh, in the original comics, somebody else, somebody else attacked him when he was uh, trying out his new race car, <laughs> and that was when Happy, like, met for the first time. Happy helped him because he was like a, an ex boxer. And then he hired Happy there at the racetrack. So they use a little bit of that comic book history, but they put it in the second movie, like, in completely out of context. But it's those little things I think that, I don't know, the nerds I loved, I thought were really cool. It seems like it must be easy, really, when you have you, you have so a whole established world that you can yeah. pull from, even in weird different ways. You're like, well, yeah. I'll just set this here. Exactly. Now it's an homage. Well, and exactly. People counts, fuck it up all know? the time, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. do. You're right, absolutely right about it. But again, though, they well, pick the wrong moments and they don't, they don't stitch them together. That's all the right based way. on it actually working as a story. Yeah. Aside from yeah. those those smaller details, I love this is amazing, and he's just so I don't know, <laughs> uh, fantastic. That w- that was a great cut. We we're past it now, but it's like the worst. The best thing about Tony is also the worst thing. He's always wor- uh, he's always working. Yeah, and cut to cuts the, the crap table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, which it's a great character moment. It's one moment that gives you character information about two characters at the same time. Yeah, because it's obviously it's information about Tony Stark, but it's also information about Jebediah. Absolutely. And this is and you know what I think is really good about this movie too is that um, they don't spend too much time on characters that that are kind of like really important to the story, but they could have easily made the entire story. Like they could have easily made 
his relationship with this girl this entire this entire movie. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. She could have been the the equivalent of the journalist from Batman, uh, Tim Burton's they, Batman. There you go, yeah. exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah. but she was just kind of there. She played her part in the story, and then she comes up again, but she's not like you know crucial. Anyways. Um, but she does also, but she serves a larger story in the fact she adjusts uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's arc. Like Gwyneth Paltrow wouldn't do some things she does exactly. without her presence, exactly, even exactly. though she's minor. She still affects the overall story. Exactly. Um, I don't know. Plus, uh, it's not just someone out of nowhere who comes and in, in shows in the pictures of all the Stark stuff yeah. that was sold to the you know later on. And this is a fantastic moment too, because this is one of those moments where you 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 realize that he is not likable, a likable guy in the, yeah. the war economy. You I mean, he is the villain. He's the guy who is selling weapons to our enemies and making things that kill people. Who likes that guy? We're not, despite the fact that he's trying Well, not, not selling to our enemies to his knowledge. Well, but. yeah, but you get what I'm saying, though. I mean, yeah. well... And, but he's a war profiteer. And she, yeah, she yeah, calls him on that. Yeah, and, yeah. She, you know, the merchant of death. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's his nick, you know... And despite the fact that we all look at him and go, wow, he's cool, he's slick, he's suave, that's that villainous like character in him that that um uh Stan Lee wanted to create. Like he wanted yeah. to create that guy that we're not supposed to like. Mm-hmm. And this has been a question that's uh, people constantly ask me for whatever reason it's I not a real movie. place. Yeah, yeah, it's like is this a real place? Like I don't know how it's, it looks like great. Personal. It looks great, but it's not actually a real place. Nope, that's just an, that's just one of the cliffs that's uh, up on in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. Are you sure it's not It's Malibu? great design <laughs> though. It's, it's totally <laughs> That totally was funny because the second he said Santa Monica Malibu popped up. Because <laughs> <laughs> the movie just told me it was Malibu. Well, well in any case, it's up, the, it's up the beach from the Santa Monica God, Pier. Can she get any more attractive, this woman? Yeah. yeah. Isn't she, yeah, isn't she married to Russell Brand? No, Katy no, Perry. No, no, that's Katy Perry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, who's she married to some other... No, she's married to um to the guy from number two. Uh, everybody lo- Moon. Everybody loves him. Sam oh, Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Yeah, she's married to Sam Rockwell. Is it Sam Rockwell's wife? If I'm not mistaken. Way to go. Sure. Way to go, her. <laughs> Way to go, her. <laughs> well done. Well played, Brian. And that's another thing. Jarvis being... Uh, this is that was one of those minor details that when Jarvis I, was actually a character. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Jarvis is in the comic books. He's an actual character. He's like the butler. But that would have been so because ret- he's Alfred. Jarvis mm-hmm. is Alfred. And I think that John Favreau was like, we can't have Alfred in our movie because Batman Begins has Alfred, and it's why well, we don't need. Well, to be- you've already got Pepper Potts. She's sort That's of the true. Alfred. That, in exactly. Way. Yeah. Exactly. So the the fact that he made Jarvis a computer. Mm-hmm. And some nerds like, oh, I didn't like that. I loved it, and I love the oh, fact that he made him with an English accent <laughs> because that's exactly how you want your computer to sound when you're Tony Stark. I don't know if my intelligent computer that talked to me had an English accent, I would be okay. really worried it would kill me. All right, I, w- I would prefer to have like a Long Island accent because that up. way I'd be like, I'm you pretty really, sure you're you not really gonna... want me talking to you? Like, hey, no, your files aren't in order. I'm not sure what you know if you're doing, but your files are not in order. <laughs> Anyways, uh... I, w- I would be, I would be more comfortable that that computer wasn't going to kill me than. Michael Caine talking. Okay, wait a second. I think there are more murderers in Long Island than in England. <laughs> okay, yes, but they don't. They sound haven't had like a it. single homicide since Jack the L- Ripper. Let me Jake. just say, going back to, I wanted to say here, uh, hands up if you have your Garmin programmed in the English accent. Viewers at home, play along. I don't have a Garmin, so I don't have a Garmin. Oh my god, I totally have my Garmin. You don't have a TV, but in you my have a car. Garmin. I have a TV. Oh. It's in my room. Oh. We were just, that was that was reference to earlier conversation listeners. <laughs> Anyways. I want to talk about villains, because I told you to remind me, and you didn't remind me. Okay. Right. One of the reasons... Oh, my God. Jarvis is voiced by Paul Bettany. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Uh, the albino from Da Vinci Code. Uh, oh, oh, really? Yeah. really? Master and Commander. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Thank you, Pavlich. Um, you were talking about something. Yeah, villains. You have a garment. Villains. Villains. Do, you, do, your, do your spiel about villains. Garmin, not garment. I'm not talking about clothing. I'm talking about the... What's a Garmin? GPS. Garmin GPS. Things in your car. Like TomTom? Like the, no, like Garmin. Tom, no, TomTom Magellan, is definitely the light. Neither, none of those words have any meaning for me except for Magellan. Okay, anyway. But that's because he was an explorer. 
Talk about villains, Jake. Jake, you All haven't right. said anything in a while. Talk about villains. The, <laughs> the reason that I think I hated Iron Man, like when I was, and I hated. The reason I was interested is because he had the worst villains. That's something that I I was afraid about these movies. I was like, what villain is they going to use? I knew they were going to have to use like Warmonger or Ironmonger, whatever the hell they call him in this movie, um, because in your first movie with Iron Man, you can't make his villain not another dude in a big suit. Like yeah. I think we I think it was all inevitable, and that was one of those things. Where, when I first saw the movie, I was like, "This movie's fantastic," but I could have, you know, I would have liked to have seen somebody else. But I realized that you have to do that first. Um, it's the first logical one, yeah, to, it, it, you know, it, exactly. Happen. But uh, in any case, yeah, like think about how many fantastic villains Batman has. Think about how many fantastic villains uh, Spider Man or the X Men have. That's the thing. It's like, and I don't. I mean, I don't know the the comic book history of Iron Man, but. Just between this and then the sequel, it's like, okay, so the first one, he fights a guy in a bigger iron suit. And then in the second one, he fights a lot of iron suits. Well, that, yeah. Well, like, what else can you really well, do? Well, uh, that's if, the, if the other side is not in an iron suit, it's like... And we'll talk about uh, that once, once we do Iron Man 2, which I hopefully you'll have me back on. We'll talk about all of that. All right. We'll talk about all of the, the decisions which, and villains. I, I, love, I love the whole, like, Army, Navy, Marine Corps... Iron Man, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, battalion. Yeah, yeah. Of course. That's cool. But it's like, what else do you do? Those seem like the only two options available to you, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Whiplash is on the outside of that. And that's kind the of thing. like, yeah. Yeah. you know, be getting getting kind of different with it. And that's yeah. the thing. Using the technology for something different, Whiplash but that's not a, just a suit. Whiplash yeah. was a great decision to have as a villain. But to be honest with you, I think that was the, like, I can't think of anybody else without leading into the Avengers story, which I know we're going to get eventually. But all of the other villains, they're all based out of him being an Avenger. So it's like, yeah, know, it's this weird kind of like, I don't know where, where they're going to go with number three. But in any case, um, here's another one. Of those, the way, here's I'm another great sure moment with the alcohol. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned problem. it before, but the Air Force has the most attractive. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> And I love the fact that really? that it looks yes. like it cuts to. I love the fact that it looks like it cuts to him in a club, but it's still his plane. Like, it, and it, it, they give you a minute sure. of thinking about that when you realize that there's still stewardesses dancing their skirts. Mm-hmm. But I I'm pretty sure it. those uniforms pole. are not regulated. Regulation. <laughs> I don't think they are. I flew on Virgin America recently. Hot stewardesses. Really? Oh yeah. That's Virgin. Well, it's Richard way, Branson. What do you expect? Try Virgin Air next time. It's a, it's an unbelievable fucking flight. It's I've so hear, much cooler. I hear everybody's a, I dude. It's knows. the shit. And how much more does it cost? Like twenty bucks more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm skeptical. <laughs> we I'm not like going to so. give you the spiel, but it's <laughs> seriously, it's fucking. It's like if someone designed how airlines should be in 2010, not in 1960. Uh-huh. This is a fantastic. Awesome. This is a fantastic sequence. Well, the thing is, you can say that every sequence. In this I know movie. you're right. Yeah. You're right. I mean, that's, but but I love. That's what's great. But about the it. this the the salesman. The fact that we yeah. see the salesman in him, I mm-hmm. think, is so crucial. I agree. To, I mean, like, this is friggin' he's ABCing right now. That's what he's doing the entire movie. He's friggin' Glenn Gary and us. A- the ABC. entire time. He's oh, always, oh, be always be closing. Always he's always closing. he's he is always be closing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> There's that Long Island. <laughs> and then as soon as you're done, what's the first thing that happens? Psh, the the drink. Yeah, the drink. I love the, that. You know, I love it. To peace. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the presentation. And uh, I mean, it, and I, I get that. There's a lot of political nonsense going on in this movie, which I think is one of the reasons why it kind of plays so well, you know, to the character of Iron Man and the fact that... What do you mean political nonsense? Oh, well, I mean, just the fact that any movie made within the past 10 years that has action and war is going to, in some way, mimic the war in Afghanistan or Mm -hmm. the war... You know what I mean? Like, it's... Because it's the era. That's the way every movie is. And oh yeah, I mean, Afghanistan and Iraq are our Vietnam. Exactly, exactly. So it's like, it's the... Mm-hmm. Commentary. Doesn't Jericho make reference to some mythological person or place? It's the city that was destroyed. Yeah. Um, one of, <laughs> I was I was about to say the city that was destroyed in the Old Testament. 
as if there aren't like 50 of them. Uh, was it destroyed in the Old Testament? Uh, yeah. And it was also destroyed on cable, but then resurrected, but then destroyed again. Yeah. And this is another another weird character decision. I mean, not weird. Another fantastic character decision. In the comic books, uh, Obadiah was n- like never... He was never... I mean, he was around when Tony was a kid, if I'm, mistake, if I'm not mistaken, but he was immediately like an arch-villain once he took over the company. Mm. Like, there was no like subtle backstabbing kind of thing if i'm i could be wrong about that but i don't remember him ever being friends with tony interesting um other than when he was a little kid because it works really well here and it's a great it's a great way to sort of you know and you know what i'm not gonna lie to you i didn't i mean even though like i said i when i was sitting in this movie i never put the words i never put the character together of obadiah like because he always called him obi and i kind of never realized who that was Mm. until the twist at the end like i actually didn't know what was gonna happen i was totally naive to like (sighs) the fact that this was gonna be the bad guy in the movie like when i was you know the first Uh The first half hour. Well, yeah, I mean, like, you know, and me, who's just not familiar with the comics, like, watching it, obviously it comes out of yeah, nowhere. you just assume that he's, you know, he's like his father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's nice. Oh, Pulling the tube out yet? of the nose. Yeah, it's There are a lot of little things oh. here that I, I'm hoping that you guys can probably shed some light on, Teague and, and, and Ryan, <clears throat> especially when he's working in his own chest. And Ooh, she's it's interesting. I can tell you about it. I know how they did that. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and my first guess is that it's like not a real chest, and that he's yeah. like deep he's, down. I guess you don't a, care about all of my heart surgery knowledge. No, that's fine. <laughs> I'll just sit back. It's a prop chest that he's underneath, and his head's coming out of it, and they just blended the chest and to his neck. Right on. See, that's kind of what I figured. But then it looked almost like he was moving, like his arms are. It's well, so well done. Well, the it's, arms. It's, 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 yeah. The arms. It's like the whole thing. It's. I'm t- not talking to the mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not you talking know. to the mic, and you're doing a visual gesture. Yeah. 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 No. Totally. Your shoulders and your neck are. Yeah. So. It was just it was weird. Thing. It's well done, which is great, and it's the Favreau way to do it. Which is like, totally. if I'm not mistaken, yeah. if you go to uh, the magic trick, backyard know. effects, Indie Mogul, they they yeah. they did a how to do this on on the cheap tutorial. Indie this. Mogul. <laughs> now, um, this character as well is another character that was straight out of the comics. Like this was, if I'm not mistaken, he was a rival scientist um, that was, you know held hostage with Tony Stark in the books mm-hmm. to make this, you know, this Jericho missile, this death machine. Um, although I don't know, I don't know if that was called that in the comics ever. It probably wasn't. In any case, uh, but in this, in the John Favreau decided to make him a stranger. Like they're, they're not familiar with each other. Whereas in the books they were, you know, uh, mm. uh, what do you call it? They were like rivals, like longtime rivals. Oh, really? Interesting. Okay. Now here's the thing. His He's event. got shards of metal in him, and they attach an electromagnet to keep them repelled from his the heart. organs. Yeah, now, yeah. here's from his hearts because he says vital organs. Oh, like that, that means heart, that the, heart, it's, it's the electromagnet it's is. They didn't all come in at the angle opposite to what the magnet would do to push it back out. So it's basically this electromagnet is just sliding them in a different direction. No, 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 his body. no, 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 no The no, magnet's it's, pulling them. It's pulling them towards the magnet. It's attracting them. So it's keeping them. It's keeping them closer to the surface of his chest instead of going in deeper. Oh, I thought it was trying to repel them out or like keep them from moving in closer. Well, yeah. I thought, I thought the idea them. was that they're in there and they're going to work their way in, and this this just holds them back. It's yeah, holding them yeah, back from a, going away from the magnet. Yeah, no, you're right. No, no, he, he's he's. You guys are both saying okay. the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. It, it, the whole idea is that it's it's holding them from from going into his heart. It's keeping them towards the magnet. Okay. Interesting. And <clears throat> another great thing is that like. You can almost this first part of this movie is almost its own little movie, like the whole original yeah. origin, because these characters really don't come into play. You know what I mean? Sans one of them, which eventually we see, but mm-hmm. for the most part, like this is a very self-contained little storyline. Yeah, here. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Similar to Batman Begins again. It, exactly, it's just like how Batman, with, with the whole Ra's al Ghul thing in the very beginning with the training and all that nonsense. It's fantastic. 
Where's Qui-Gon Jinn? Qui-Gon Jinn. It's cool because then you get back to the real world and it's very like refreshing. You know, yeah, you're suddenly, it, yeah, you're it does a good job there. of making you forget about it. introduces you to this world and it makes you forget about it. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And it's just to show you how Iron Man, how Tony Stark is not a badass. Like he's not a, you know, despite the fact that he's in very good shape for some bizarre reason. I guess it's because he's rich, he's healthy, he's a playboy, he's got time to work out. Um, uh, well, he has sex a lot. Yeah, that's true. It's very good cardio. <laughs> but yeah, but the idea is that like he's not he's not a soldier. You know what I mean? Like because yeah. we see that right before this, we see him like with the ladies and you know and him like showing up. He's not a soldier yeah. by any means. Right. Ryan, you so were it's talking not like he's conditioned for this kind of stuff. You were talking earlier about comparing uh, Robert Downey Jr. to Tony Stark. To Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah. What, well, what was your thing on that? It's not a particularly relevant time as far as the movie goes, but um, I don't know what the point is. Yeah, right. <laughs> no. Well, I uh, I went to um to Comic-Con this last year where they had a whole sort of basically an Avengers Day basically in, in Hall H which is the big one and they had all the big stuff from the upcoming you know Favreau was there he was showing stuff from Cowboys and Aliens which looks like it's going to be awesome and um, at the end they had everyone there and they were going to announce the new Bruce Banner and, and have them all that but what was cool is they had everyone there everyone should, yeah, so yeah, it was like Sam Jackson and Robert Downey and stuff and that was the first time where to introduce all this stuff um, uh, Robert Downey came out and I realized that he is Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, he yeah. came out like you know he just had glasses yeah, yeah, on and stuff. And just like he didn't and come out in not, character, it was, but he was the same guy. That's right. And it wasn't like he was scripted necessarily, no. but he was like just as like funny this. as funny as and that, this. And like, that's in the makes, real world. And that's what makes yeah. me wonder how much of the, how much of these lines, these great little fantastic moments, were probably Improv just just or, out of his yeah, face just yeah. on on the day kind of. A thing. I, I've read that a lot of it was, which it it gives me a lot of respect. A lot of it was which improv, 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 and just worked in. Uh, which gives me a lot of respect for Favreau because a lot of times when you have a big blockbuster summer tentpole effects yeah, movie, yeah, really it's like it's like yeah. it's got to be this and exactly this. Otherwise, we're not going to make our money back. Especially with an actor we, actually, who is on a yeah, 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 comeback who yeah. could totally not work. You know what I mean? Like, or we ha- we have a friend that worked was a PA on on the new Star Trek for a while, and it was very much like it was no fun at all because everybody was stressed out of their minds because mm-hmm. this is like because yeah. J.J. Abrams kept doing this the whole fucking time. Yeah, because this is like five fortunes put together are yeah. all riding on this yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. right? And like the idea to just like it's hey, guys, it's just a fucking movie. Let's have some fun. And it's probably it's probably also we'll a big keep part the fun of, that works, and that's why this movie took 15 years to make. I mean, you know, apparently John Favreau approached you know Marvel slash Fox about making this movie like years and years and years and years and years before the comic book boom ever even happened and eventually and i think originally vince vaughn was attached to it as well because of the whole relationship that he had with right. with john favreau oh dude and, and they would, vaughn and, would not have been a good tony and stark the, no no i don't even think he was as tony stark well he could talk fast think, but i think he was attached no, he would have been okay but in any case robert downey was quality but he was in, in right. any case um like if I'm not if I'm mistaken, it was just one of those things where like they wanted these very specific things that he just was not willing to do, and then eventually when they decided to do Marvel Studios, which is what this movie is, essentially just means that they don't have to deal with Fox production, I guess, or Fox producers. I don't know how this works, but Fox the suits, I the think. suits, yeah, yeah, they don't have to deal with the suits, as I'm going to call them. Yeah, and so they were able to make the movie they wanted to make, and that's why we got such a fantastic movie. Like this movie was- on IMDb has eight writing credits. It has uh, it looks like four pairs of ampersand teams. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's Mark Fergus, Hawk Ostby, Ark McCar- or Markham, Matt Holloway, Stan Lee, Don Heck, Larry Lieber, and Jack Kirby. What about a st- what about story credits? Jack Kirby? There are, none of them get none of them credits? get uh Oh, you know what? You're right cuz they get character credits. There are two teams of ampersand writers. Mark Fergus and Hank, uh, Hawk Ostby and Ark Markham and Matt Holloway wrote this movie. 
I believe this this missile right here is one of the ones that was on the Moby Dick set. Oh, really? If I'm not mistaken, yeah. It's, I, it's tough I love, to tell. <laughs> I love that he breaks it. We don't need this, and he throws it, and you hear it shatter. <laughs> <laughs> like he he knows exactly what he wants, and everything else is yeah, just literally useless, literally what's garbage. Not dangerous to yeah, throw around. yeah, yeah. what's well, literally garbage? Is palladium a real thing? Yeah, it's a real element. Cool. And that and that's one of those. It's things It's also too. A, an all right menu. And anyway, Jake, uh, was, I was gonna say a testament. <laughs> we talked earlier about it, like. <laughs> Something that's believable and rooted in reality, which is why movies like this, you know, work yeah. so well, was that there's so much r realistic things about this movie in regards to the political aspect of what he is, you know, the war aspect of what it. What he represents. Yeah, what he represents. There's so much realism in it that the stuff that probably doesn't make sense scientifically. You can buy it. I never, well, not even that you yeah. buy it, you don't even think about it. Yeah. You don't even process for a minute that it couldn't happen. Because it's in this incredibly real world where characters act so real, and these are such real people. Yeah, it's yeah. not. You know, I mean, it's not you know, like a. Um, it, like you, you guys were talking about the, the fucking the magnet is keeping the shards from. Yeah. Me. like that. That's so wrong. So yeah. so wrong. But like, I w I could even say just cut that shit out. Just like yeah, you, yeah. you need this to live to keep your heart beating. It's yeah, basically yeah. a fancy pacemaker. And, and actually, in the in the comic books, in the comics, he actually had a heart transplant. Like right after he got back. Like he, like somebody, he actually had pretty, an artificial heart. In the heart comic, pretty in him. soon after, the, he just got yeah. that shit taken out yeah, of his yeah, heart. Yeah, and yeah then, exactly. And then, but he still had the suit. Now, so he doesn't was doing the, the white same thing when he, when he's in red suit? Doesn't the white bulb also power him? Yes. Yeah. It, well, it well, powers the, the suit as well as it's what's pulling. So the later, when he's trying to solve the problem of how do I just keep this electromagnet running, he uses the arc technology that he already had. Yes. And then he's like, you know, this is really fucking powerful. Well, he's making it right now. Yeah. Is the thing he's he's building an arc reactor just so that he has an infinite power source for his little heart thing, and he yeah, won't yeah. have to deal with it anymore. And then and he then, also uses that to power the and suit. And from that, he uses it to power the suit because there's so much energy. And what's nice how about does he get this... To the, how does he come to the conclusion, oh, I'll make a suit? Like because just, that's how well, he escapes. Yeah, yeah, it's his, it's, it's his way this out of this. This is how he's going to break his way out of this cave and, and all that. So what's, what's cool about it is actually the whole thing with... What I love about this movie is that... Everything? The... The the arc reactor is the one magic bean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything so. else stems yeah. from yeah. that. The yeah, whole right. suit, everything is totally plausible. This is so the cool. The energy source is the only thing that's fantastical. This is so fantastic that he makes them... He draws the yeah. suit in different layers. I, I know it's one of those cheesel things, but in the movie, when I, when he first did that, I was like, oh, it's the Mach 1, that's the suit. Like, that was my nerd <laughs> buttons. You all got pushed at the same time. And Are I was there like, official names for the suits? Well, yeah, it's just Mark 1, Mark, Mark 2. Mark 1 is, yeah. is the rough one. Mark 2 is the one that's all sort of silver. just silver. And yeah. then 3 is the one that it's actually painted with the improvements that he learned from the first one. Right Which, on. and, and actually, another one of those funny little things was that uh, in uh, in the comic books, like the, the, the red and the color scheme... Came from came from a girl he was dating, like he was on like a date with somebody, um, and his suit, the silver one, scared people. So he asked what he see. So he asked his date what she what he should do about it, and she told him to paint it. If I'm not mistaken, she told him to paint it, and he was like, paint it some nice colors or paint it gold. And so then he added the red and gold. I don't know, but I remember like there was something about him asking a girl what he should look like so he's not so scary to people. I like I like the the version in this one where it's the gold has an actual practical application. Yeah, which is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is it's why like they're doing at least according and, to the movie. And again, though, that's yeah. I think practical applications. That's what makes yeah. this movie mm -hmm. so much easier to digest. I think than just a flat out you know supernatural. And for you know, and it's the same thing with Batman Begins. Like Batman yeah. Begins. One of the reasons I love that movie was that he literally they justified almost justified everything. Yeah. no everything. Yeah. There's there's not an almost yeah. there. He justified he justified the the cowl. Mm -hmm. He justified why he should be a bat. You mean, and then at the end of the movie, my favorite part about it is when Razal Google goes, "Wow, you really took that dramatic thing a little too seriously." Like they 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 made it so 
Ah, they just described every reason behind everything. They justified mm-hmm. every little thing. And in this, they justify everything. Originally, his his hand weapons were specifically to stabilize the suit, which we're going to see. Right. And then he realized, he hey, focus it and hey shoot it I could shoot beat. shit yeah. with this. Yeah. And like every little tiny minuscule detail. Yeah, absolutely. Like there's a reason for it. It's not like he was just like, oh, I have an idea. I'm going to build a shoot that shoots lasers from my hands and lets me fly. It's more of like a, oh, I started with this. What if I do you this? You see with it? all the progression exactly. of how he comes exactly. to each step. And for me, actually, that and I don't want to—I don't want to shoot the whole wad on 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 the, the sequel. But for me, there are a lot of missed opportunities as far as that goes. That's one oh, of the things I don't I think know. the sequel, the sequel did, did as well. It, it, I agree. Uh, it was I love, very. I, I love that little moment that we just passed, where it's the the terrorists that are, the guys that are holding him captive, and they're like <laughs> yeah. they're trying to keep up. But they're not assuming that he's up to anything bad yeah, just yeah. yet. They're like yeah. because they can't I, tell. I don't, I don't get yeah, it. it doesn't I don't, look like is it. it backwards? Yeah. Did he change something? I don't know. <laughs> and again, totally believable. Yeah, and again, yeah. totally believable. Because that's that they what would that, not know. that's what you're. That's what you would go to first before you went to. He's betrayed us. Yeah. Like, wait, hang on. I'm I'm trying to figure this out. Just hang on. Just give me a minute. <laughs> and what's funny is that this is exactly what happened to Doc Brown. This is exactly what happened to Doc Brown. The Libyans contacted him and said, "Make us a bomb," yeah. and he gave them a fake bomb with used pinball machine parts. <laughs> I never knew that. This could even be mm. Doc Brown's fucking Wait, origin is, story. Isn't this Captain Robo from this, Star Trek Eleven? This is a great Yeah, movie. yeah, I think so. It, it is, right? God, everything's about Star Trek with you. Yeah. Jake said that. This time it's true, though. And it was funny. Okay. Oh, yeah. We've established that when Jake said it. Yeah. I'm missing some. I'm sorry. I was paying attention to the movie because it's such a fantastic movie. This is a great, like, not exactly a scare, but it made you go, oh, shit, when he puts yeah. his head on the thing and he gets the hot nut out of the uh, the dealy bob yeah he does I can be nut. reasonable yes I know you will and this moment where it's just like he, he doesn't know to put them on top of each other on the light box if only he knew <laughs> like you have to think if there was a candle behind that he would be like I'm on to you it's a suit mm-hmm. oh I bet I bet Tony totally put them out of order whenever he's not <laughs> looking upside at down yeah yeah and yeah that's totally robot and talk about a talk about a fantastic villain just some people I'm not to say that this guy isn't attractive, <laughs> but there's some people that you just they they just have this they face. Look villainous. They just have this face that you could just hate without any backstory at all whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> and and the sacrifice of this dude, like he knows that he's gonna die regardless. Like mm-hmm. talk about another likable yeah. guy to put with Tony Stark to make him like to help him out. Oh, it's so good for Tony Stark to really go. Oh fuck me, I gotta yeah, be good now, don't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, and I love his like. I don't know if they ever. I, don't, I guess we'll have to see, but I don't know if he, he it's ever said in anything more than just a little bit of like Robert Downey's behavior. But he has this like, I have to be good now, don't I? Yeah. Fuck. No, I'm pretty sure. They, I'm pretty sure he addresses it a couple of times. Does he? Yeah. And this is, I think, well, this no, is the you're right though. At it's least a, it's a lot of the subtle bit right. of the performance. It's yeah. kind of like, no, I need him. Good assistant. And I think yeah. this is the fast. This is the very first part like, where we see that fuck. Tony has like a. Uh, that Tony again is is kind of at people's mercy. Like he's not like a soldier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's not a soldier. He's very like. He's, he's compassionate. And he's begging for this guy. He's like, no, 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 please don't do that. I'll do whatever you need. I'll, you know, I need him. I need him. If you know, <laughs> Brian, what, what, well, what all things could come together to make you not like a superhero movie that this movie's getting right? Like, wh- what makes you not like a superhero movie that you dislike? Um, why? I guess the better well, I question. Think is, it's harder how, to get it right. Is the thing. It is. So. I th- like, I think what all? No, no, no. It's not hard to get it right. But harder, I don't think harder. it is. But you know what? I think it's. I think it's speaking studios, studios are just stupid. It's really not hard to get it. I don't think it really is hard to get it right. I mean, we have – there's a reason that these characters have worked in comic books for years because their yeah. stories are coherent. Just keep it as close not to the source material as you possibly can, and it will work. That's I truly believe that. 
keep it as close to source material as you can root it in as much reality as you can and it will work yeah i think i think the problem is film by its very nature is a much more grounded medium and requires a much more grounded story than than a comic book or like a saturday morning cartoon you're right and i think when filmmakers make (laughs) comic (laughs) (laughs) when filmmakers make comic book movies they an essential ingredient of the adaptation process is grounding whatever the source material is like like nolan did fantastically and favreau has done beautifully uh and when they don't do that right like in fantastic four or spider-man then it doesn't work Mm -hmm. um in the chat room john pavlich makes a good point he says it's not hard to get it right it's very easy to get it wrong yeah there you go exactly that's 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 the fantastic let's give that that guy a round of applause silently so (laughs) a round of thought bother to actually do that but we will well, it's kind of yeah. annoying to hear that on camera. You get it, but yeah, um, I, I think it. I think where a lot of people fail is when they're much more literal in their adaptations, and I think Spider-Man is an example of that. Well, so is like Harry Potter and Harry Potter Two. I mean, um, they're, they're fine, but they're not. They don't have the the cinematic whimsy that they could. They they feel like the book. There's just sort of like this movie is happening and story is happening, uh, and then you the, know, the Chamber- jump from book to movie is different, though. Well, this is a book movie. I mean, this no, no, this comic. is a comic book movie. This is this is a series of storyboards that are being made into a movie, no. not words on a page. Okay. No, I think the Good difference. Is, I did think yeah. the difference is in terms of. I mean, just the just, magic look, just look at Watchmen as an example of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, Watchmen. Yeah. He literally. You they, liked Watchmen, right? I fucking loved. Okay. Watchmen. Yeah, I mean, me, he literally me carried around the graphic novel. Yeah, oh, as yeah. their reference, like, mm-hmm. oh, what's this shot going to look like? Well, here is the page in the book, and this. I mean, that's why in the trailer for that movie, which, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think. Did we see that for the first time in this movie? Was didn't they debut the Watchmen there trailer? There may have been the Watchmen trailer. I think I think if Man, yeah. I think but, at this movie it was when I saw that. But Anyways. Watchmen is also a different story because Watchmen itself is a much more grounded story oh, on oh, the page yeah, yeah, before it is. Of course. I mean I'm I'm talking specifically about I mean Marvel more than anybody where it's like, okay, radioactive spider, okay, gamma rays, okay. <laughs> and you know Sorry. or okay, with Thor, which I'm really curious to see how they pull this off in the yeah, movie, it was like too. he's well, he's just a god. I'm he is assuming, literally a god. I'm assuming they're doing it. I'm assuming they're doing it. Ultimate Thor, which we'll get into eventually. Well, but. what I'm what I'm super curious about, and I hope Avengers sees the light of day, because God knows it's Joss Whedon. He hasn't experienced enough crap in his life. But what I'm really exper- curious to see is how they bring all of these. What in each individual story is a universe. What in Iron Man's universe is one magic bean and. Yeah, yeah. Peter Parker has his own yeah, magic beam. Yeah, there are bean. a lot of conflicting magic beams. Yeah, and like you're going to bring those all into one universe and really tie that well, universe together for the first time. Well, and I think that's, that's going to be a whole magic garden. But you know, no, but I think that's why it's, it's going to work so well is because they're only doing it with it's Marvel be a magic burrito. Okay, <laughs> yeah, the lots of beans. The reason it's going to work so well is because they're only doing it with the Marvel Studios characters. Yes, and those are all the ones. I mean, even like I hope that we're going to do it eventually. Um, the Incredible Hulk. Like as much as I disliked the character Hulk and I hated Ang Lee's Hulk, I loved that movie. I loved. I mean, I, I, it was fantastic. And for the, all the same re- all the same reasons that this was, and that I think all of the other Marvel Studios. Totally a Han Solo moment, by the way. He's just charging down yeah, the hallway, yeah, chasing yeah, right. the whole squad, and he ends up in and the room. And he's firing in, in the air. It's a great shot. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I mean, he's firing in yeah, the yeah, room yeah. for the That shot of just the computer, and then it shuts all... And then you just hear the it sounds, is. the hydraulics. And here it is. And you know what? Yeah. We have to give John Favreau credit for the balls of using Iron Man. Yeah. The song. Yeah. I mean, like... Whoa, well, not whoa, in the movie, whoa, in the trailer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the easiest choice he could have made. Exactly. Which is why he's got balls for making it. Because it's one of those things where it's like, you in the meeting, like, how about we put Iron Man? No, that's retarded. Oh yeah, well guess what? Retarded is happening, and it's gonna, like like that. We're that's doing got, it, motherfucker. Yeah, now, it's got some balls. If you used it in the actual movie, that would not. Work. Yeah, yeah, no, but no, no. the trailer is yeah fine. 
It's great. But that moment, and this is it. This is the this is the this really first time a, we see the. He's Mark really one. playing it up. Yeah, really, really well. There's a big reveal on this. There's mm-hmm. a lot of mystery and a lot of being afraid of it. And and then here it and, is. And, and the quick and the really quick moments. And oh. that one right there, by the way, that's a CG shot where Favreau did the mocap. So that's oh, really? Favreau performing the punch. That's and fantastic. Up, which wow. actually I think looks better than most of the other. CG Mark One shots really? because Favreau has a bigger, he's a bigger build. build. Yeah, he's it's, stocky. He's more, he's, he looks yeah. so much like my brother. It's creepy as hell. If you guys have any curious what my family looks like, is John he your Favreau brother? could be my brother. It's it's insane how much they look alike, especially in that in that holiday movie when he was all jacked up playing the UFC fighter. Looks just like my brother. Anyways, Soldier oh, I love boy. it. I love I love the sound the suit makes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's it almost sounds like the smoke monster from Lost. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know what? If the smoke monster turned into this, that would have been oh better. Oh, my God. That would have made more sense. Yeah. It would have made more sense. <laughs> Just fantastic moments here. And I love the fact that that this is a very like horror movie villainous like scene. Yeah, yeah. Where we're like, on the yeah, side of the monster. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you're really, it's almost like, like, look at this. This is totally what happens right before the monster attacks these good people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we're like, oh, I can't wait for him to come If you turn those one. into college co-eds, yeah, exactly. it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and I moment, love the yeah. flaws. Yeah, the little <coughs> tiny things. I love Which this. Which is another great thing about just learning about how this all works. Exactly. Stuff, you know? I don't think the angle was right the for learning, that to happen. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> the learning curve. Yeah, the learning curve is another one of those things where, same thing with Batman. With flying, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when he, when he falls off, it's like, oh, I think I need to have a cape to stabilize myself because he jumped off a roof and fell on his head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's, there's reasons. There's a learning curve. Mm-hmm. And I, they did do that in Spider-Man, but it didn't work because... Because it was a sucked. terrible movie, not worth no, my fucking time. I think because it was, I think it was ridiculous. Because it's not grounded. I think it was because it was performance. Because it's ridiculous and not grounded. Yeah, yeah, that's no, exactly no, right. That yeah. works on, as well for me on the CG side. He's moving a little too fast. It's a little too easy to yeah, move yeah, in this yeah. giant suit. You know, because you can tell the shots with Robert Downey. He's still in a lightweight suit, but it's still really you know inhibiting. And that's another thing that we need to talk about. One of another reason why I think no, we don't. No, no, no. We have to shut your face. Talk holes. about what? Shut your face holes. Ah. I think one of the reasons. That this character worked so well performance-wise in the suit was that they showed us his face, and that's a big difference between watching Spider-Man like in a mask, yeah. having the heads up and showing well, us his face yeah, in okay, the suit. Yeah, right, yeah. was a fantastic way because I was. I mean, it's the same thing with Spider-Man. Like, how do you emote in a fucking mask? Sure, yeah. You I, don't. I mean, but that's been you a cry. problem for superhero and then you, movies you make for out a long time. And, and, and again, and again, this is and this is I think the first one that they were able to do it. Yeah. You can just go in the mask, yeah, even exactly. when he has it on. You can actually go yeah. in and see him do things. Yeah, it's very yeah. Like mm-hmm. I would have, I wouldn't have minded it in Spider Man. And again, I don't think anything was going to save that movie. But let's say we had a good Spider Man movie, and they didn't do this. It would have been cool to have like us see like a split, like the way they do it in the comic books, where like half of his face is the mask and half of it oh, isn't. Really? I hate it when they do I would, that. I wouldn't have minded. I love that. They did that books. a bit. I mean, but did they do in Spider Man? I don't remember that. Yeah, they did. at the end when he, once he's beat up a bit, then half. Oh no, 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 off, no, no. Yeah. I mean, like literally, just show oh, us how it is. Just oh. show us his face, like they did oh, in the comic books. Like not, not rip the mask in yeah. universe. No, 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 no. Yeah, I see. Ryan, how much of this is a real suit? Not a lot of it, actually. Um, a lot of this stuff is done by, uh, I believe, the Orphanage. Um, and oh, so they, cool. They Those had poor kids. They did, had different studios handle different sequences, and the Orphanage did a this lot of this. This is so. so cool. Some of these where he's standing is fine, but where he's walking, he's CG, and they even like put this one is fake. But like, really? they even have a little great. Robert Downey like eyes in there, like blinking yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. You know, you know, George well Carlin has a that uh, maybe uh, George Carlin has a great line about flamethrowers. In order for flamethrowers to have been invented, at some point in human history, somebody had to have the thought of, I want that thing over there on fire, but I'm just not close enough. <laughs> hmm. 
yeah. And here's this is another great another great you know learning curve story where he's realizing oh things are exposed like this yeah you got to keep it like I ha- I'm vulnerable and this is a, this and is then a... the flying the flying moment is just fantastic shots like that that, that seems he, yeah, yeah he's really can... moving in ways that you know you couldn't right which is why they not had to do mention, a CG but not you know. to mention the like the fact that he's firing flamethrowers uh-huh. are kind of not really. Well, on the, I'm just yeah, but the, this, <laughs> him in the suit could. This be is what about when he flies? Is that real? Is, is that real a, when he flies? This is yeah, great, yeah, totally. Yay! I, love this. I absolutely love Whee! this. That right there. Although, actually, this and is one score. of the few things in the movie. This is one of the few things in the movie that is kind of like, uh, okay, I'll give it to you, which is the plummet from 200 feet in a metal oh, suit. Yeah, 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 yeah. you just be pulverized. Yeah, yeah, totally. But but you know what though? It's you, it's. Yeah, I'm ready. He to, just he also just flew. Yeah. He also just yeah. flew, and he didn't well, go. Flying, and he didn't go end over end like he did in the testing flights. Mm-hmm. Yet this one somehow worked better the first time. I never really thought about that. Like this technically worked. That flight worked better than all of his other flights did in the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe because he was heavier. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm, like I'm trying to rationalize because well, the movie is so not, good. It's not like it was it very controlled. You... It was just go away from the explosion. Yeah, but it, but it was up and not yeah. back and up and over. Right. Come on, now, haven't you learned anything from Mythbusters? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have stabilization and wings, things just spin. Uh-huh. Control surfaces. You need exactly. control surfaces. I'm and loving a, this commentary because I can just chill. And a, uh, and I lo- another great, like having him rip the shirt so you can see the arc reactor. Like, oh, yeah. There's a spot for it. It's just a fantastic character thing because, like, whenever he's not in the suit, you can always see that. Yeah, it's like shining through his shirt, yeah, or he's got a I, hole I, cut I, in his, I love his that tank style. top, or whatever. Yeah, I love that. It's a great way of like, okay, we're gonna build a character who literally fights crime in a giant armored iron suit, but they've done they've done a good job of still giving him vulnerability despite that. Well, yeah. Like, I'd have to imagine this would be one of the hardest characters to still give vulnerability to. Yeah, totally. Sans Physic- Superman. Physically, yeah, 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 yeah. Sans Superman. How would this movie have been if Fox had made it? What do you guys think? All right. Jake? <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. What other superhero movies has Fox done that we're thinking of? All of the other, every other Marvels. Every other Marvel. All the X-Men's. All of uh, uh, Daredevil. To be fair, the first two X-Men are great. I think, I think all three of the X-Men's are good. Okay, I I don't but, I don't hate the third one yeah, as much I don't, as most people do. I, I don't hate I don't hate I don't hate any. I of love X. Personally, but, I'm an X Men guy. I'm a that's huge. My, I'm a, yeah, that's like they're, my they're Marvel. My, my yeah, team, yeah, I absolutely love it. And that, but what I'm getting at is though, is it still? I mean, X Men was a fantastically done job. But if you think about it, if you think really think about it in retrospect, you can't compare. I mean, for Christ's sakes, Storm said the same thing that happens to everything else. Okay, you mean like but, you can't but, compare? Uh, <laughs> but that was that was a Joss Whedon line that didn't survive. Regardless, J- Joss Whedon. Regardless, regardless, work. anything. Regardless, that line was not supposed to was supposed to be delivered that again, way. Again, I mean, Fantastic Four, um, uh, Daredevil, every other Marvel franchise was, if I'm not mistaken, was a Fox because Fox owns Marvel essentially. Um, well, not anymore. Not, not anymore. Disney, yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney but owns it. In any case, um, so they were all. I mean, uh, uh, the Fantastic Four. I'm trying to think of all the other bad ones. Oh, Angley's Hulk. Um, Fantastic Four. Uh, what, I'm trying to think, what are the Marvel Electra, movies were made? Electra. In any case, so all of those. All right. So Iron Man probably would have had a very. I mean, he probably, they wouldn't have kept the same story in regards. To he got captured. And he built the suit. It probably would not have been. It would probably would have happened in the first ten minutes of the movie, opposed to up being how far are we into it? I can't see the counter from 43. here. Forty-three minutes in the movie, and he just got home. He just got home, and he hasn't so even built this. Hasn't, started. Even, hasn't even started being Iron Man. Okay, you know what I mean? Like he hasn't even started being Iron Man as we know him. Um, in in if in the cheesy Fox version, it would have happened in five minutes of the movie. Okay, and the entire movie probably would have just been him fighting big machines. Okay, in the Iron Man suit, never getting hurt. 
You know what I mean? There, there would have been a ridiculous love story with Pepper Potts. Whereas in this movie, there essentially is no love story with Pepper Potts. Yeah, it's there. There's the tension. But it's, it's but just it's subtext. Not, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. subtext. I would not be surprised if the the whole alcoholism thing was just scrubbed oh, entirely. Cu- yeah, you would have never seen a drink in his hand at all whatsoever. Because you can't sell action figures um, about an alcoholic character. You just can't do it. Which is another reason why they didn't do it in the second one either. Because even though it's not Fox, if, like even though it's not Fox Studio driven anymore, Marvel is still not stupid. I would have loved to have a really dark, gritty. It's, it's the same reason why we're never going to get like the um, the Punisher movie that I want. Even though I, I liked, you know, I didn't mind Thomas the Jane Thomas Punisher. Jane one. We're still never going to get, you know, the dark. We're never going to get like the. Uh, we got Constantine. We did get Constantine, and Constantine well, was fantastic. Not but that's not Marvel either. Constantine I mean, is also yeah. not a, a exactly. tentpole the way exactly the Marvel universe. And they're not selling. They didn't sell Constantine action figures. They're not trying to sell to kids everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, what would your Punisher be? Um, it ugh, my Punisher would be, it'd be fucked up. <laughs> my Punisher would be like um, I don't, I can't even think of a movie that I'd put on the same plane as. It would be like <laughs> my Punisher would be like the American version of Old Boy. That's what my Punisher would be. Like it would be really <laughs> dark, really gritty. Like some like he would have some seriously. I mean, would uh, be like the Deer Hunter. Frank, yeah, <laughs> yes, it would be. He would be the Man Hunter. Yeah, yeah, that's what he would be. Deer Hunter, I said. I know, but he would be like, forget oh, it. All right. In any case. Yeah, yeah. Yes. No, oh, I, I see what you're doing. I, I did a I, thing that I, was not good. That's but Manhunter is a movie, though. That's that, that Oh, was, is it? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know. A little different. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would have been really hokey. And and, I, and I'm pretty sure that we wouldn't have hokey? gotten... Hokey? Hokey. 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 Because, like I mean, Hulk. there's already the kids, two hokey the kids, movies. The kids still say that, right? Yeah, I think I think a fox... Like, a, I don't know. I think anything out of John Favreau's hands, this movie would have been very, very, very difficult and yeah. very bad. Mm-hmm. It would just been it would just been a bunch of cheese. It would have been Fantastic Four. Yeah. So now we're back to the world. Maybe we should talk about... We're actually seeing these actors again. We got uh, Jeff Bridges yes. and uh, oh. Gwyneth Paltrow, which, who I think actually is... Uh, does a fine job in this movie. I was. I talked to a lot of people who are just like she could have been hater. anybody. Well, you don't know. No, I think that. I think that it was. That's an easy. Pepper Potts is an easy character to play mm-hmm. because, especially in today's mainstream, because how many there's that character exists everywhere in mainstream media. The very strong woman who's behind the man, who even though the man is is you know a wild renegade, she's the only one that can control him. Like right. it's a very common character nowadays so a strong-willed woman who nonetheless yeah. is in the subservient role this is, this exactly. is probably this one of those have been every this is probably one of those things actresses. where it's like you don't really think about it it works but if it was there there's someone else out there who could have done it and you would have been like oh she was the best i, ne- I yeah. couldn't have been anyone but her yeah yeah, 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 yeah. and yeah. there's quite getting uh, that, she definitely you know. was not the robert downey jr christina hendrix oh my christina hendrix i would have uh, been too distracted the whole movie yeah Nice She's try. Probably, I walked away for a second. They started wriggling on how Gwyneth Paltrow sucks. Are you shitting me? You're not going to no, no, be no. part of the Gwyneth no, no. Paltrow sucks conversation? We did not say she sucked. Oh, she sucks. I said she was <laughs> fantastic. Some people do have this diehard hatred of Gwyneth Paltrow. Yo! Which... <laughs> Yo! Apparently, Tig. And this is a great This is a great story Story part here, whatever you want to call it. Story. We, story rea- we realized that the arc reactor was not something he just came up with in the cave. Yeah. Which is what we're led to believe. He, it was an idea he had that Stark Industries abandoned. And then, for whatever reason, he had what he needed at that moment in time you to know, figure it to out. Figure it out. It. And it was one of those stars aligned, and he finally reached it. So we're learning that and the it, Arc Reactor helps, is not new. It helps tell, t- helps tell you about how just the way out ahead. Exactly. Well, yeah, but Tony also is. How, to- how smart Tony is and that he can he can put this together, and then he's got the team of scientists who can't miniaturize it, you know? Mm-hmm. So. I love Jeff Bridges in this movie, man. Oh, my God. I, 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 I love really Jeff Bridges. What, what movie do you not like Jeff Bridges that's in? A, Jeff that's Bridges a very good amazing. question. Very good question. I'm looking forward they, to Tron. I mean, this is a 
another great moment of like grounding. Here's our magic bean, and it's a ridiculous, nonsensical, like not real magic bean. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna ground why this thing exists, but you don't see it in every home in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it works and it's amazing, but it's not cost effective. So that's, and you know there you what? Go. There's something that I never noticed before. That I can't believe I, I didn't catch the very first time I saw this movie. Anytime you have a movie where there's a businessman with a blue shirt that has a white collar, he is always the bad guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't catch that. Interesting. You know the villain and, in yours. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm working on a, fi- on, on a film right now, and I specifically asked my villain if he had a blue shirt with a white collar. He's like, yeah, I've got two of them. I was like, well, guess what you're wearing in this movie, <laughs> son of a bitch? Because it's, it's very indicative of the... Snobby. Of rich, like, corporate, <laughs> yeah. like, he's the guy in the corner office. Exactly. The heartless boss, yeah. Exactly. It's just like an office space. American <laughs> Psycho, uh, Patrick Bateman has a blue shirt with a white collar. There you go. I'm on to something here. Maybe it's... I'm sorry, listeners, I'm eating pizza. Maybe. Uh, I love that they got uh, fucking uh-huh. Kramer on there. Um, maybe it's, you know, the whole white collar, blue collar thing. Like, the white collar is the office worker and the blue collar Absolutely. is the, the factory floor guy. Yeah. Maybe it's the fact that, okay, so you've got the white collar, but the blue shirt. So it's sort of like the corner office guy masquerading as the floor guy. No, I think it's as just I think it's just this guy is so rich he doesn't care how bad his style is. <laughs> That's what I think. That's what I think. Like you don't he doesn't even care how pretentious he looks. No, cuz the whole white collar blue shirt is definitely that's a that's an archetype of like those are expensive shirts cuz they're two colors so they're more expensive right. to make for whatever reason. Oh, yeah. Now in this moment I'm noticing that that actually does, didn't look very good that one composition there. It looked like his chest was going up and down but the arc reactor was not moving. No, but know. couldn't that just be glued on? Well, is, here is here that it an effect? Be, yeah, here it maybe. When, when he's working in it yeah, then yeah. that's an effect. Yeah. I would think it'd be the same setup for the whole time, though. I mean, he doesn't look as built as he did when he was building it. Like his chest, he doesn't yeah. look as muscular. Yeah. Well, I think part of it's like you can you can see the blend because you can see the blend because it's a dip at his collarbone. Mm-hmm. Like it goes down and then it kind of comes back up. Kind of oh, gives okay. him a man, gives him a man boob. Yeah, there you go. So all right, yeah. Can but, we just talk about how fucking gorgeous it, she is, though? She's not that gorgeous. She, she's I a love pretty lady. Her. I love her. She's so I think she is fantastic gorgeous. I we're, the, we're the spectrum right here. Going. I got a thing for redheads. I got a thing for redheads with freckles. I love the ginger ladies. I do. I do I love redheads. I love the ginger yeah. ladies. I do have, yeah. love redheads quite. Ginger a bit. ladies, if you're out there, I'm single. What's your I email love address again? Ginger ladies. What's your website? Okay. JakeLloyd.net. <laughs> Find me on the interwebs. Twitter at Liquid Jake. I think. Um, also, since we're down there, um, can anybody pull off that fucking goatee like Robert Downey Jr.? Nobody. No. Everybody else looks Nobody. like a asshole. <laughs> in the world. Nobody in the world pulls that off and doesn't look like a total douche. It's a, doesn't I'm, look I'm like glad Ryan that you've you've okay. done the beard. I got a okay. on. Yeah. Do I know what anybody? Well, else? that's not. That's going way back and then cutting back up at the mouth. Anybody the... else in that goatee yeah. looks like they run the DJ booth at a strip club. That's what everybody else with uh-huh. that. We got cinnamon yeah. on stage. B, everybody, <laughs> let's get on over. Get those dollar bills. Yeah, this is yeah. It's that's a gross. Fun, it's a fun. Oh. It's a fun oh. little. I love that. I oh, don't. I just pulled it out. <laughs> okay, well we got. We better go fast here. Yeah, don't put it back in. It, it doesn't make any sense. If you needed it, one, one of the best moments is when she's like, "Oh, it smells," and he goes, "Yeah, it does." <laughs> it's like it's secreted from the from the machine, not from my body. Yeah, but um, anyway. There are other scenes that that show it off better, but you know his garage down here. By the way, it's just it's like uh, garage slash cool, lab. Yeah, it's like slash man all, cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's totally, it's totally man a man cave. cave. 
Yeah. But uh, I, I really like one, – one of the things I like about this one that I don't like in the second one is the sort of the level of tech that he has here in terms of, you know, he's got this display interactive yeah. on glass kind yeah, of thing yeah, yeah. going that's really cool. And he's got – He's got Jarvis. He's, yeah, and he's got Jarvis, Jarvis all tied in Jarvis in the second movie everything. that much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember it. Yeah, yeah. I was too busy. Well, they, they blow the house up in the process, oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm sure he is in that, yeah. that capacity. And – um. You know, just the fact that he's got himself all set up to just fabricate anything he wants and just have things built and stuff. I mean, it's it's really plausible. Well, not exactly plausible, but you can you're ready to buy the fact that he could make the it's suit because all he they, does is build weapons as his and job. This is you know? this is a fantastic it's as plausible as they can make it. This is yeah. a fantastic moment here where he tells him that he wants him to completely destroy. Just incinerate the original, the first arc reactor that he builds that it that works. Yeah, you know what I mean like. The fact that that just shows how little he cares about history as much as he wants progression. Well, but the other thing, too, is you can think about it like, well, you don't want that technology out there. He wants, he wants to make sure it's not doesn't uh, get to anyone else. I, never, I, I mean, there could be it. that part of it. Too. I didn't look at that, but that's a good point. <gasps> F-22, Which, of course, I love is what it. happens. <laughs> what a pretty plane, which are now canceled. That's a cool planes. Oh, so pretty. So, yeah, like, like in the comics, he was not friends with Rhodey. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he needs a friend is the thing in this movie. You're I mean, he needs right. someone to talk to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and like that's that, why so. I think it was a great idea to put Rhodey in right, right in the beginning. Before, so before he became Iron Man, he was already a, a colonel with his a cap, friends with his captain or colonel. What the hell he is? Yeah, it's good though. I like the the way they're written is really fun. They have a good dynamic. That and you know what? Let's yeah. talk about this really quickly, just because it's out there and it exists. Don Cheadle versus yeah. Tra- uh, whatever I'm bummed out by that. Um, I, I, I what's his name again? I Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Terrence I was, was going to call him Tracy Howard. I was like, that's not. A I name. like Terrence Howard in this movie. I don't usually like him that much. I love. I, I think. Um, that- and I, I don't ever really mind Don Cheadle. I like Don Cheadle a lot. But I the don't, problem I, is, I like them both, but I don't like that the character is someone else in the second yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Does that bother you? Well, yeah, it did. It did bother well, me. Actually. Do you know what bothered me was that the. Yeah, you mean the actor or the character? The the actor. See, what bothers me is that the character character was completely somebody else. Hmm. Like, I think that he, in this movie, I mean, he plays it, Terrence plays it, like, very friendly. He's, I mean, he's total likable, you know what I mean? Like, and he kind of throws stuff at Tony, but he kind of knows that Tony's, you know, he's Tony, Mm -hmm. you gotta deal with him a very special way. (laughs) Um, And I think in the second one, uh, he was a little bit too confrontational. Like, he did, he was... He didn't seem like he was really friends with them. Do you, do you feel like that's was, more like, tolerant? Do, do you like the, feel the though nagging that, uncle? Yeah. Do you think yeah. it's more about the story though? Because in the second one, it's all about him you're, going off the hinges and he has to just stop. Yes, you but know? at the same time though, the dichotomy of the characters' relationship shouldn't necessarily change that much. I mean, mm-hmm. like not especially not in the very beginning of the movie. I don't know. I love Don Cheadle. I think that he was that he was fantastic. But again, I just don't think the character stayed the same. But I, if if I had to pick, if I had to cast this movie all over again. I would not put Don Cheadle in this one. I agree. You know what I mean? Like, if I had this. Why say, did the actor change? Don, apparently. Terrence Howard wanted, wanted, too money. Money. wanted too much money? Apparently, it was about money. Could you be stupider? Yeah. Terrence Howard, are you listening? <laughs> I know you're not, but let's just pretend that you are. Why are you so dumb? <laughs> because you're a fantastic actor. You deserve a lot of money. I'm not going to say you don't. Do you, this could do be you your, wanna, this could be the thing that makes you the guy that gets a lot of money. Do you yeah, do you want to be in another Iron Man movie? Yes, you do. I don't yeah. care if they offered you like 80 bucks. Be in the goddamn movie. Yeah. And and you know, I don't know about him personally or anything, but I'm sure this, there's a little bit I've, of truth in in the end of this one where he looks at the suit and he's like next time baby. It's like this you one, you want to get in that suit. That pissed, yeah. that, that kind of pissed yeah. me off. That that, that pissed me off cuz I really was looking forward to seeing Terrence as War Machine. 
Like I was a little bummed yeah. out by yeah, the exactly. fact that it got recast. Yeah. I think that the way he picks up the mask was a little cheesy. Yeah. I think we could have done he, without sand. He deliberately sand. waited to make sure yeah. there was sand in I it. Think to we, pour I out think we could have yeah. we could have done without the sand thing through the eyes. It wasn't that visually appealing. We could have just had him pick it up like a human being and look at it. Yeah, and there's there's nothing like really important look, going sir, on thematically. You know. And hey, let's talk about this. <laughs> I what got, a great job! What well a great job they did. I I got it. That was pretty obvious. What a great job they did of Jar Jar Binksing a machine in this movie. Like you needed the dumb, stupid comic relief thing. I have an idea. Let's make it his robot. His robot arm. His robot arm is Jar Jar Binks in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like he's the dumb thing, yeah, and he talks with them. Still don't and need it. There, there's like one moment in here where it's like. Where like it's it's the most sort of getting close to over the top. Thing yeah, and this is great. But a lot of this stuff, this stuff is actually like my favorite part of the whole movie. Oh, I know. All his I know. R and D, figuring out, he's figuring it out, and building you know things. Just what does E? Do you want to know why? The top left sensor empty full. It's a camera. No, well, empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Battery. It's a battery. I'm sure that's what or they were talking when they made it. No anyway. one has a big red blinking record sign in the corner nowadays either. <laughs> yeah, but I don't then like that. how would we know it's a camera that's yeah, not exactly. showing the movie? I don't know. Maybe the time code counter at the bottom. But, no, the scan it doesn't lines. matter. That will always the the record or the red circle will always be there. It does not matter how it long. It doesn't have a red circle. Like I said, or the red circle. Oh, like sometimes said. it doesn't say record. You see the red circle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in any case, I um, like his CD I would like to box. quote. I would like to quote. Roughly, quite like to paraphrase um, Dorkman Scott, and I think the reason that you love this movie so much is because of something he said when he was yelling incessantly about 2012. Um, <laughs> wow, was that yeah. all right? Was that was that the most important things that happen in anybody's life is the most interesting thing that you could put in a movie, mm. and the most important thing that happens to him is is what we just saw, and then him building the Iron Man suit. Uh-huh. So what we're seeing now will. Will always be more entertaining than watching him fight as Iron Man. Essentially, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, we yeah. we talked about that. Well, that's a just Trey why or like, Mike saying like I think it's Mike. Tra- I think well I, I'm talking about a different times uh, where I think it's Trey who has talked about the most interesting story that is you can tell of a superhero is their origin, origin story, yeah, yeah. them becoming the superhero. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Becoming so, is more interesting than being. Like yeah, the example yeah, yeah, he yeah. uses, it's more interesting to look at how Obama got elected than to see what he's done. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah. yeah. Well, Trey's a Democrat. Right? I like the idea that I, I like, know. I like the idea that he oh cut holes in all of his shirts. I really think that's really <laughs> funny to me. He yeah. just wakes up and he's like, "Oh, it's I haven't like, worn this one it. yet." Okay, and it's always cut in the most perfect circle. <laughs> How do you? I, do I'm that? sure you. I'm sure he has like some special machine. tailor. Oh no, circular cutter. Just yeah. yeah, he has Jarvis do it. I like the bringing the pizza from New York thing. That's I don't know why. That's just funny to me. Uh, yeah, I mean because he can. Yeah, exactly. Why, why that's 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 you know rich people with your private jet. What you can do, you know. Jake, tell me about New York pizza. It's fucking the best. Yeah, they don't have it out here. Really? Okay, all right. Yeah. There's California this place. pizza. There's this place. Um, shit. What's the name of that road that's up in Sunland? Foot, Sun- Foothill. Foothill. Oh. There's a place on Foothill. I think it actually might be called Foothill Pizza. And it's the closest thing to New York pizza you'll ever have. We yeah. should all take a field trip. Every, including, including the listeners. I uh, <laughs> Big Mama uh, and Papa's is pretty good. I mean, it's not quite there, but... It's decent. And I think this is the first time where we have conflicts between Tony and Ob- Obadiah. 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 A little bit, but he's still on his side. I mean, the whole thing is Obadiah's telling him about, uh, you know, he's trying to his be relationship the with the, um, yeah. with the, uh, the, what do you call it? The, the board of directors or whatever. I mean, the whole, the company versus him, basically, yeah. Yeah, 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 is yeah. the thing that's going on here. Which is great, because he's still super fucking. <laughs> 
He's great. And man, pulling off bald with a with a beard—that's yeah. a difficult yeah. thing to do. And that is one handsome man, if I may say so myself. Oh yeah, I, I have such a boner for Jeff Bridges. He's so awesome. He's fantastic. Favorite movie ever. Huh. What is it? What is it? What's your <laughs> do that again, and I'm not on fire. I'm donating you to Silly College. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> See, and that's what I'm talking about. Like he—the fact that he has a relationship with a robot, and the robot listens. Oh, it's so funny to me. And again, this is here we go. We're learning. There's a curve. It's not like he throws a suit on him and knows how to work it. It's <coughs> number it's, two, Rody. It's one of the better, like, sort of, uh, you know, it, yeah, he's he's flying, but it's not graceful and it's not yeah, really not at all. fun in the way you'd expect it to be. That's more yeah, like graceful nice. falling. Yeah. yeah. Or falling gracefully is how they phrase it. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Falling with style. I, I love the increments, the increments. Let me try that again. The increments at which he. Enhances the power, right? Sure. Like, doesn't it two, do one percent? Yeah, yeah. Two, and, then, and then it goes like, "All right, let's just give it full blast." <laughs> like, this is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and like little little lines like that. That has these have to be ad libbed. Yeah, like that yeah, has I to bet, be I bet something a lot that of this he, is. Yeah, and D- Robert Downey has to be a rare talent that can improvise. And be wires. that off the cuff in like such an effects heavy film because yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah, yeah. he's in some harness on a green oh, screen ridiculous. stage somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. And like ridiculous. he knows what he's doing, but he's still like, it's it's imagine. It's actually yeah, what's nice about this. Thing. What's nice about this, and again, it's Favreau and the way that he approaches effects is that he's really here. Those giant tracks in the ceiling yeah, are yeah. actually where they have. Oh, is that where the harness? They have is? rails for the wires that come down to him, and they're running. Oh, it from oh his, so the cars are really there too. Yeah, everything's oh. there. Everything oh. you're seeing is there. The this only is thing that's a, not there is yeah, wires. It's a wire removal shot. Yeah. Damn so it, he is amazing. there in that Good space Favreau. actually Damn being it. moved around. Because Favreau, is Favreau knows that, yeah. that concept of photograph as much that's as possible. That's what you get also for having an actor as your director, a guy yeah. who really yeah, understands yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know? Ryan, talk about the successes and failures and of effects. And here we are. This is it. The fact that... Speaking of effects. This is what I'm talking about. The fact that we can see him through the helmet... Yeah, it's a big deal. ...is a huge amazing deal. We should say this is not the first time somebody has done an effect like this. Uh, oh, oh, this like screen heads up. Uh, yeah, We've seen it a hundred. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's an old thing, but not in fr- not in, in it at first. Not in close. I don't, I don't know. Not in close quarters like this. We've seen Minority no, no, Report and stuff. And in no, such no, good in close and quarters. It, like I've never, and, and it tracks so well. Like that little thing in front of his mouth. Is the only one that, that I can spot. think of is Starman. Oh, another yeah, Jeff Bridges. I, I don't think anyone's quite done it like this. The way that they they pulled it off here. Hey, Ryan, really, I've heard this music before. It's really fresh. Yes. You want to you have a lightsaber fight in a factory and again like the, an asshole? You here's, wanna, here's the Mark II. You want to spin the camera around like an what, asshole? What's, you great wanna, about, what's great about this one is that they actually shot this. I tried, guys. With <laughs> with him in a suit. Like, I yeah. think this one right here is real. And then they ended up replacing it because they wanted to have all the little surfaces yeah, do things more than they yeah. thought. And so what was great about that is that they had that real suit there they had on the reference. Just, and then they moved the, the reference. Stuff. And so yeah. they got it really, really close. And one of the things that Favreau always talks about is like he's a huge stickler on the CG. He always avoids CG whenever possible, yeah. and he's he's always got a really critical eye on it. And so he knew that it was finally working when he started making notes on the shots where it was actually real. It was the dude in the suit, yeah, yeah. and he uh-huh. said he didn't like the reflections on it. And they're like, no, I you, that's the real one. And he's like, oh, okay, all right. I guess and I love, okay. I love, <laughs> that's, that's I, an I effect love supervisor panic. being an asshole. I love the panic. <laughs> Like before, he realizes this is pretty awesome. Yeah. Like, oh, it's mixed. It's combined. It's yeah, panic and and all handles like a dream. Yeah. Oh, he's so fun. Ryan, talk about the effects. I mean, the just effects in ge- are great. Well, just in general. I mean, is there stuff that you don't think works as well as other stuff? Actually, one of the only things I don't think works in this movie is the shot coming up here with the kid in the ice cream cone. Really? What's wrong with it? It's the just, ice cream cone looks so dumb. fake. It's so fake. 
Look at this. It's like, you know what the shot's supposed to be, which is the kid going, oh my, what the fuck? <laughs> but this kid is like, ha ha ha, what? And Knock it down? It was old post. Really, what you're saying know. is that kid was a shitty actor. That's what I'm That's saying. Really That's really what exactly happened. And, and Jake, I'll go so far as to say, shitty person. There you go. Shitty opinions, bad politics. Yeah. <laughs> Little I kids are douchebags. I love the fact that he immediately pulls up the record. Okay, let's see. 71, Blackbird? What was that doing up there? Oh, he, he altitude asked. record. He asked. Yeah. He's like, he's like, what's, he's like, what's, what's the current record? record? He's like, Jarvis, pull up the record. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he imported Jarvis into the suit, yeah, is a it's, fantastic it's idea. It's all because tied it's all, in, yeah, yeah, exactly. Someone should make an iPhone app that has basically. I, I have to think of all the things it would have to do, but that just narrates it. your life with a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> totally, Jarvis. Yes, like you could if, if you <laughs> like if, that. Will if, you, if you had voice to text, Stranger Fiction, great movie. If you had voice to text. You just connect your voice-to-text app with a British accent to the internet and just say, Jarvis, what is the altitude record? And he just you know, he pulls up Wikipedia. Deploy 85, flaps. 000, you know, SR71 oh, deploy flaps. Board. Gotcha, to break the ice. I was like, what does he mean to deploy mm-hmm. flaps? Well, to also slow his fall. Yeah. But I, I don't think metal would freeze. The satellites don't freeze. Well, uh, the that's satellites not how are just that works. in orbit. I mean, yeah. it's all about... Condensation on it, yeah, you could, yeah, yeah it's point. that certain part of the part of the Earth's surface because there's still a lot of water. That's, I mean, that's another thing that I like about this. That's a very real exactly. world kind and of. It, like, and and that's thought of that. And let's not forget that that is surprising the yet inevitable. And that's the catalyst for the entire that's ending also of the for, movie. Yeah, it's yeah, also yeah. foreshadowing. I mean, it's fantastic. Like, and I never, I would have never thought like, oh, that's what's gonna happen. Is gonna do use, but it's just one of those fantastic little moments. <laughs> 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 that's great. Oh, but why, right did, why, why did you have to? I know. Why did you have to crush the Shelby of all the other cars there? And I love the funny thing. <laughs> the, so the, funny, the so funny to me. Yeah. Does he ever? Because he shoots the laser beams from his palms. Does he ever shoot one from the bottom of his seat? No, no but presumably bam, 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 he could. Kick, yeah, yeah, no, he could. He could. And he actually, no, I think he does in the comics. I think. Well, what he does is, I think he, like, I know they've done that. Made a point where he flies over people every now and then. Like, he'll go right above somebody and fly upwards, and then, like, they'll show that person, like, you know, covering down as they get blasted oh. with his pr- propulsion. Mm-hmm. I definitely have seen that frame From the drawn. magic bean drive? Yes, exactly. Oh. Proof that Tony Stark, Stark has a heart. I love that. I said that makes me it. That makes me warm in my cockles. <laughs> right into the incinerator. And the fact that he smiles. <laughs> I love it. He should just toss it. We need to talk about freaking ring lighting for a second. Because there, <laughs> there is not a moment in this movie where he does not have the perfect little sparkle of light in his eye yeah. <laughs> like in the entire movie oh, that's every, just him every, every he's time, got that without lighting every time you see him that's there's just a, rdj baby yeah, every time you see him there's a ring light in front of him like that's all it's like that's all this movie is it's like okay oh, look yeah. at that ring light there as you talk to this person look at that one over there that started being a big thing in music videos and now it's become mainstream which is yeah. where they have a ring of led lights around the camera lens yeah so there's always a little ring of circle. light reflecting yeah, in people's there's always eyes. a circle eye instead of like a square instead of just some weird we yeah. actually play with that in film school a little bit the one we played with had like multiple rings and you could change the color of each ring it made some really crazy effects really yeah one of the uh, I worked on a music video for Captain Bumout, and we had this really cool thing going on where and I love I love the fact that I'm sorry I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, just, I love the fact that Jarvis is a wise ass like well if you plan on visiting yeah, other planets yeah, yeah yeah if you plan on visiting other planets maybe we should think about this like he's I'll give you five bucks if you can tell me one thing about this movie that you hate Jake um that I absolutely hate hate because you you love a lot so I, I want the opposite um things that I hate. Um, there's definitely when we get to the ending, there's a couple things in the ending that I that I, I hate. The strong word I don't think there's anything I hate that I strongly dislike in that nope, last fight. Needs to be hate in the last love. Fight. No, hate. there's there's nothing that's movie I hate. All right, then I want five bucks. No, no, you I didn't. didn't bet him. <laughs> you didn't accept the bet. Damn it! You didn't bet him. You said I'll give you five bucks. I, that's, I was I trying d- to think about d- it. That's true. <laughs> that's true. You didn't say give me five bucks if there isn't. We were shooting the music video for Bum Out. This is we were talking this about. Is, 
Oh my god! Fantastic. You're talking about ring lights. I love and, that he um, calls it ostentatious. <laughs> one of the uh, one of the cooler things that I saw our DP and Steve Reedy, uh, our, our DV was uh, Chris Paul, had this idea to he got like a stick, like it was like a stick. I think it was a party light, and it was basically a, a 12 inch long light bulb stick, but it was all LEDs and it would change color, It'd be red, then orange, then green, then blue, and mm-hmm. phase through the LED you colors. You get those like at IKEA if you can plug them into a wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what he did was he taped Wait, it. What to did the his watch st- say? His watch just said something, and it looked like it was important, and I missed it. Uh, it, it, was, it was him asking if the Dagobah system would be safe for droids. And he taped it to the side of the map box that the camera was on. So it gave a... You, the, the light was not in frame, but it was making the frame... It was making the world glow hmm. red, blue, yellow, green, and it looked really cool. Stanley Stan da- cameo like a, coming up. Sorry dance, to interrupt. Dance club scene, yeah. We just the, can't gloss over this. The, be, the best, the best Stanley cameo Of all time. Of, yeah. of all the Marvel Doesn't movies. he play Hef? Yep. Yeah. Well, not even necessarily playing him just looks like him and he assumes he is. Yeah, like yeah, It's yeah. sort of up to you to decide, which is you know terrific. Remember me? Sure don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, they say it's F. Yeah, yeah, but, but, yeah, I know, but, but, but like, he doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't mean it's him. Yeah. He says back turned in a red robe. That's great. No, but he turns in. I think he's saying you look great, half, and he's, he's making a joke about you look great, playboy. Like that, he's using half as a synonym for a guy that gets laid. I think. Right I think on. it's. I think the implication is that he thinks he's half. Yeah, and, that's what I think. And he looks like him. So. And it just happens to be Stanley creator. It just happens to be Stanley. Like, I like how no one ever gets creator. pissed about Stanley cameos. Speak, Everyone's like, Ee. speaking of creating, well, because I think it's expected. Right after, I mean, the very first one was X Men, wasn't it? Was it? Mallrats. No, no, no. That's not a cameo. That's a fucking. Role. Uh, does he pop up in X Men? He pops up. In, yeah, he's he's on the beach when when the guy walks up when the governor. When oh, the, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he's yeah. on the beach like cooking hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's in every one. I think that was the first one. He's in every single Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, this guy, if they made Jurassic Park now, would play Dotson. He's and, got this kind of likable okay, but forgettable. Let face. me just let me just talk about this being one of those moments where in the theaters you go like they're doing it. They're connecting the universe. Because yeah. that was one of those things where you didn't right. know. They never did any of the Marvels, Expl- which I explain, hate. Explain the universe. What is okay. this whole thing that you're Marvel, talking about? Marvel Universe. In the Marvel Universe, every single Marvel title is. They all they all live amongst each other. It, they, they all exist they in the same universe. They have crossovers. Yeah, they yeah. meet each other. Spider Man can go talk to Daredevil if he needs to. You know what I mean? Like, they all exist in the same universe. And in all the movies thus far, th- it never happened. Like, I don't know, I forget when Fantastic Four 2 came out. I gave a little bit credit. I was like, when they do the wedding, they have to have like all the characters. Yeah, they'd in, all the show up. in the, the comic books, in the comics, they'd all show up. Yeah, in the, the comic wedding. books, like at at the wedding between Reed and uh, and um, uh, Sue, they had every single character. And I was like, I was like, even if we just see Tobey Maguire just sitting there, you know what I mean? Like, give me something. And when and when that showed up, and all I got was Brian Posehn, I was a little upset. You know what I mean? I was like, this isn't. I just want the universe. And in this movie. When when all of a sudden freaking shield yeah. when all of a sudden shield is getting involved and he yeah. makes a joke about how his name is like that name is a little long and he goes we're working on it like you just have this moment of like holy shit they're finally creating something visually that matches what we love on the page which is what the the which was a part of the goal behind Marvel distributing Studios, this exactly. stuff doing it themselves yep. because then, going through Fox they couldn't really ever do that you must yep. have been really excited after the credits on this one too oh my god I was ecstatic I mean and at, at the end of Hulk as at well. the end of Hulk the Hulk, I mean, the Hulk one is, is awesome it's fantastic like, they're all I mean it's 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 amazing well, to be honest with you all I really want now I, I, I don't get me wrong I love Captain America I know we're gonna get it I know we're gonna get Avengers I love it but all I really want now is a reboot of X-Men in this universe, yeah. I want I want the mutant gene. Yeah, and I know it's going to be hard to do because it's yet another magic because, bean. Yeah, well, not really. I mean, yeah, well, yes, it no, is. no, you're right. But, but what I'm getting at is, in the in the in the X Men universe, we don't know. We know that mutants exist. You know what I'm saying? So we'd have to create mutants 
kind in of this, retcon them in. Yes, exactly. Like yeah. almost immediately, like all of a sudden, there's mutants. What's right. happening? Where, but, it, where in the reality of the story, they've been around since it, at least ex- World War II. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And 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 the public knows about them and discriminates against them. Do you, do you think maybe we'll get some of that with Captain America? Since Captain America will, his story will obviously start in World War II. Yeah, but it's not. No, I, I don't think it's going to no. be anything about mutants. It's all going to be about the super soldier serum. It's oh, yeah, all going to yeah. be about the program. And I don't think. And I don't, and I don't know like what they're doing with Red Skull. I, I, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it. Yeah. And that's another one of those things where everybody talked about how they saw the shield in this movie. And whether or not that was going to play into the other because Captain America's oh, shield in Iron Man two, you mean? No, no, no. In this in this movie, Captain America's shield. I don't know if we passed it. No, that's, it's that's the two. second one. That's the second one. No, in this movie, it's the second one. Go. I can guarantee right, go. Go, go, go. you. Go, go, go. Fine. I will find the still right now. Right. It's the super, his shield. It's not like he pulls out of a box in the second movie. It's just in his office in this one. What are you saying it's hanging it's, around? It's, yeah, it's under. I think it's under his desk. The glass of his desk under it is the is is the Captain America shield. In this movie, somewhere. If we didn't see it, I'll try to point it out. If it didn't happen already, All right. just keep your eye on his. Keep your eye on underneath the glass of his desk. All right. um, chat room. Freaking hot. Uh, agree or disagree with Jake based on <laughs> internet knowledge? In any case, um, in any case. Actually, I've heard that. Now. When I saw I that, in any case, when I saw that, I was like, oh, maybe going to tie into it. But if that makes sense for the for the the universe, like Tony Stark, uh, when they found Captain America and. Had him join the Avengers. Tony Stark altered his shield. And, Matt Veda says and you are it. you are correct. Boom, and uh, and like he made it. You know, he made Captain America's shield more uh, efficient by adding some technology to it. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember if that's how it went, but I thought that that's what they were gonna do here, and then we just didn't hear about Captain America yet. You know what I mean? But I'm basing it. We're not going. I'm guessing we're not going to see that being what we saw in the sequel. It was probably just a fun little thing Favreau threw in there for us nerds. Yeah, yeah. Because there are a lot of them apparently. Because Favreau was a nerd. Which, and, and, and that's when a, when the nerds run the asylum, man. That's, when it when it all comes down to it, yeah. I think that's what this movie is about. Yeah. We ask why this movie works because Favreau is a fan. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Although it makes me wonder if no one was he a gets fan the of material. Batman. Yeah, I wonder if no one was a fan of Batman before he agreed to. I wonder if he was like I a comic book reader. Well, so. I think Nolan would have liked Batman more than many other superhero characters just because Nolan really likes dealing in themes yeah. about identity. Yeah, 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 of course. And Batman is a great one. Batman's a dark story about identity. But it does take someone or at who's least not gonna... his, his take on it was. It does take someone who's not going to be like really paranoid about keeping it super faithful. You have to Zach have a Snyder little bit of like. No, I know, but I'm saying for Batman specifically, oh, right. like it, that kind of had to be reinvented a little yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. Because so. we had to because we had to figure out why the hell this dude just is a bat. Is it's it, one of those things that's so ridiculous? Which is why I think DC movies in general all suck, and they're all never going to be good because Marvel characters, even on the, even in the comic books, even the most ridiculous ones are still rooted in reality. Way more than any DC character, right on. Because DC has multiple universes and it has planets, and we have alien. I mean, once you start bringing aliens so into does Marvel. it, Marvel, Marvel yeah, has too. But Mar- yeah, yeah. the X Men have the whole Shira Empire. Of course, thing. but you know what though? But that is a tiny little part of these characters' story. And like what they, you know what I mean like when I'm talking about simply about origins. You mean stuff. like Brainiac and shit like that? Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not like and how um, Batman sometimes has to go over to Metropolis to help Superman fight Brainiac. And uh, exactly. And uh, the bottom line is that yeah. the villains are more realistic in the in the Marvel universe. The majority of these people are humans, is what I'm getting. Is what I'm getting at. Some of them may have special powers, but they're humans in the sense as they exist in the world. They live in places like New York and Chicago. You know what I mean? Like it's not like. I don't know. I think that I think that I mean just look at the Justice League of America versus the Avengers. Yeah. The Avengers are all generally just people and the Justice League are 
all superheroes, aliens, aliens or, or friggin' goddesses. I mean, how the hell do you write a Wonder What's, Woman movie that's realistic? Like, what is Wonder Woman? She's a, go- she's a goddess, goddess, right? Yeah, she's the goddess of some crap. I don't but, know. I don't but so is Thor. I mean, Thor exactly. is a god. But you know what, Depending though? Depending on how he's written. Exactly, depending on how he's written. And again, I'm looking forward to see how they do that, which is yeah. why I never thought we would ever see a Thor Marvel movie. Especially That's the one I got to say I'm the most curious about uh, Me too. how they're going to pull that off. Me too. And I have friends that have worked on it and that have said that they've had to sit around in these ridiculous costumes, which makes me feel like they're going full on. Well, they, they have the throne. The throne is that yeah, compound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I saw it was there. We see um, Asgard. The helmets, yeah. And we also saw the Valhalla. helmets. We, almost, we also saw uh, like Loki's helmets and stuff like that. But Ryan, how do you feel about the sequence where the, the machines are putting the suit on him? It's great. It's cool. It's fun. The shot of his head, where it kind of jiggles his head a little bit. Always looks a little wrong to me. I don't know why. What do you mean? Coming up or coming up here? Like the sec. machine moves his head for him? No, the computer. Well, yeah, he's he's jo- he's jostling around. I love that. But the effect they did here, right here, looks a little the light. The lighting is wrong, and it's, it's kind of oh, floaty. It's, it's a little bit too much on his face. Well, yeah, I mean, the I mean, lighting on his head doesn't match the lighting on the suit. Yeah, basically. yeah. and you know what though? It, there's no <gasps> way well, they, they, they did a good job of faking the shadows. This was this was this moment that right there. Oh, oh I love that moment. I remember the, I the trailers. I remember seeing that moment in the trailer. Going, yeah, they know what they're doing. Exactly. Oh my god, they know and what they're doing. This is okay. Here they, they were talking know, about the. Sonic you want to know the one guys. thing I hate about this the, movie? The, the, the like ring of condensation that appears around an aircraft when it breaks a sound barrier. Yeah, yeah. Like which you'll see sometimes you'll see a photo of a jet fighter with a big cloud. at that yeah, moment yeah. of that cloud that ring of a cloud the halo kind of thing. Yeah, kind of a thing. And, and um, the fact that oh. Oh, I, I know it's so cool. Okay, <laughs> okay. You actually, if there's one thing I hate about this movie, I'm not giving you five dollars. By the way, I know that's fine. <laughs> the one thing I hate about this movie was that we didn't get an additional twenty minutes of just him fighting in Afghanistan <laughs> because this sequence is fucking amazing. Yeah, but that's the whole thing is they don't you know exactly, and they don't beat it to death. You know, you're right. Yeah, I know yeah. if they did that, it would be cheesy. But exactly. I'm joking with him. Like, yeah, because it's so good. Yeah, it's great. But that's they just. They did everything. They, they we do this whole would, thing. They give you about a minute and a half here to like let him come in and just be the hero. Just it would know. it would be like the end of Explorers, except instead of a variety show of 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 sixties and seventies television, it would be killing a lot of people. Herf in the chat gave us a picture of Captain America's shield in the thingy. Uh, Boom. Yeah. See, I wonder. I wonder if it's a shot that we've gotten to yet already. It was or not. actually. I think it was in the sequence we just saw. Oh, see, no, I, no, I no, it was in the. It was. It's in a sequence where he's getting the machine put on him. Oh, gotcha. But it wasn't that last sequence. Gotcha. So yeah. So. I mean, this is such a great moment, too, because this is finally justification for Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Because he realizes, we kind of glazed over because we've been well, talking. it's, it's but revenge. It, well, I wouldn't say it's, yeah, I guess it's revenge is a good word. No, you're right. But uh, I would say, justice. I would say, I would say, it's, no, no, no. I would say it's, no, it's not. It is no? him making it up to himself. Because he, regardless of the fact that he knew they were being sold, it's his weapons that are there. And he feels bad about it. Mm-hmm. He feels bad that he's yeah. the reason these people are dying. Redemption. And, and the, redemption. That's the yeah. word. This is his redemption that we're getting. And we get to see all those cool little gadgets like that. <laughs> oh, so cool. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that the suit changes every bit, every little, uh, every tiny little thing. Although I didn't like in the sequel that they that they made the arc reactor triangle. And that kind of bugged me. Because it was like the circle. The circle is very Yeah, cool. no, but, you know, the thing is, is like it changed like, better. all yeah. over the you place. Always, the you always got to replace so. the Batmobile. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Except you're not. Because the one in Batman Returns was This part of the physics is a little it was, goofy. It was. Because... You know, the guy's not made of steel to pull him through the brick wall. Well, you just pull his shoulder off. This is definitely... <laughs> do you want, hey, do you want to be honest with you? Sans the very cool, uh, very quick, and very... Uh, oh, there's a little bit of, like, schmutz on the lens. Kind of. We gave J.J. Abrams so much credit for doing that in Star Trek, but, uh-huh. there, you know, there it is. Um, I think you were saying the outer effect of a lens play there. L- let me just say here, uh, there is... Um, That's a great well, shot. Well, fine. 
there is that whole scene was shot very respectively like it was shot intelligently the action between that you know what i mean like it was shot very cool the, the fight scene the the one that we just saw the one respectfully re, yeah like we, okay, res, okay. we should respect I don't, I don't know, i'm trying to think of the best word here what i'm getting at is that with re, with reservation you you were yeah you were talking about how with the physics here don't quite work because he pulls the guy through the through the whatever if it was just a regular fox non-marvel feature that would have been the entire movie it would have been sure, him yeah, like yeah. punching somebody and them flying over a building and through another building right, sure. and then him flying through four buildings then punching that guy before he lands mm-hmm. it would have been like now there would have been two and a half hours of that right and this is just i love the fact that they put in the joyride flights like it's totally unnecessary that he flies in circles and he does loop de loops when he's just leaving. Oh yeah, he should just fly in a straight line. It is the straightest. He's having a good time. Uh, yeah, yeah. The it's fact Tony that... Stark, he wouldn't fly. <laughs> but in a straight that's line. that's a great way of like putting bullshit stuff that like Fox would put in yeah. just because exactly. it has to be in there. It's a good way of putting some of that stuff in there, and but it but makes sense because it's part of the character. Exactly. And I love I oh, oh this is so great. I love the fact that there's this oh so cool. Um, the fact that he has this little thing of like. This is illegal. What he's doing is illegal. Like you're not allowed to just go do this. You can't just be sure, yeah. an oh, an army of yourself. It's you're not allowed to go somewhere and do that. You can't be an army of one. And this is a fantastic theme <laughs> that I love. <laughs> it's true. They do tell you to be all you can be. Right now, that's exactly what he's doing. Which is the worst. The army of one is the worst slogan for the military of all seriously, time. Seriously, seriously. You're like the whole point of the military is like I have to trust my life with your work as a team with you, and you have to trust my life or your life with mine. Yeah, such great, this, there's a, such great subtlety in the animation when he's flying of just the resistance yeah, of the yeah, wind, yeah, the yeah. shakes, and, 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 the, and I love the everything. fact. I love the fact that uh, that he kind of knows that it's Tony the whole time. Yeah, like he has an inkling right off the bat, but he doesn't think it's actually him. He no, thinks no, no, it's just no. some yeah. of his tech. Some, yeah, or something. something has, he has to do with. Yeah. Oh, great line! I was just jogging in the canyon. <laughs> <laughs> In the chat room, Matt, Matt, who was on Hurt Locker, if you recall, it's like, I joined to be all that I could be. (laughs) That's the point. (laughs) But you didn't join to be an army of one. That's just stupid. Hey, look, Ryan, look. (gasps) That's my exit. And the fact that those F-16s? And the fact that they show him, like, handling something better and just blowing. Mm -hmm. F-22s. We went over that already. F-16s are the orange and yellow and blue ones, right? I never caught that. I never caught that. One of the pilot's names was Whiplash. Or the, the ah, nice. I wonder if that I wonder if he just didn't know that they were eventually going to use Whiplash as a character, and he was like, "Oh, it'd be funny if we just threw that name in there." You know what I mean? Maybe because Favreau's a nerd. Oh no, you're right. That is uh, that is lens dirt. Nice. F twenty two is pretty pretty airplanes. Not practical. Didn't they stop making them? Oh, yep. the flares. That's thinking ahead. Remember, uh, Get remember Crystal, there. my friend who came to visit a, a while back. Yes, years I ago? do. Yeah, she works on the. I love the for clicking them. sound or of did. him trying to regain, like him like shutting a, on like and a off. Pilot light. Yeah, exactly. Him trying to shut on and off. Tracers are an interesting thing to try to get right because if you make them completely straight, they look like laser beams, mm-hmm. and if you make them too squiggly, they then, they don't make sense. What happens with the tracer is that it's rotating real fast while it's flying. That's why they look kind of like lightning bolts. We I did a lot of tracers. <laughs> I did a lot of tracers. This is an amazing tracers that contributed to an Emmy win. This is one of those moments where it's You're like just a fucking tracer. <laughs> hey, this guy is just a tracer. <laughs> Chasing Amy. Fuck, I was gonna say another Mallrats thing, but that's a different Kevin Smith film. We haven't done any Kevin Smith movies. We haven't, not yet. We're gonna start with Dogma and then just stop. <laughs> well, you should at least do clerks. I mean just uh, you know. Clerks, it was cheap. It's funnier in nineteen ninety three. May not be as much to say, uh, I think Dogma's Dogma is far and away my favorite. I think it's also the best. 
of those of, of Ch- Kevin Smith movies. Chasing Amy's, I think, would be technically the best. Technically, the best. I love I love this. The fact that he's hanging on to the bottom of it. He's Boba Fetting. It's amazing. <laughs> it looks like a man. <laughs> what a great line. It looks like a man. <laughs> That's what she said. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> now doesn't doesn't he save the pilot of the plane yeah, he just yeah, crashed yeah. into? Yeah, he punches out and uh, yeah. That's cool. That's a nice touch. Sure. Well, he's not oh. he's not he's not going to let him die. He's a good oh, dude. Yeah. If he if he let the guy die, it'd be unsympathetic. Oh. I'm sorry, Goose. Pretty airplane goes bye-bye. Pretty CG airplane. Great shot though. Well, yeah, it was very oh, these are great. It was very zoic shot. It was very zoom. Why doesn't he have a shoot? You know what though? It's he it does. It's, 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 it's it was a misfire or whatever. Brian, will your will your shoot never open? Oh, it's jammed. Is that a thing that'll happen? No, no, because they're designed pretty they're, they're, securely. They, they, they're only, de- they only come out in catastrophes. Yeah. they're designed to work. Then they're designed to work no matter what because they're a fucking parachute. The and I love it. And, like, and this is a you know, yeah. this is a really great moment for Rhodey's character because he doesn't. He's in. He's essentially in charge, but he still doesn't want to say. Hey, don't fire at that guy. Don't fire at him because then he's going to give up. He's going to, you know, he's going to give up his friend essentially because doing something very illegal and and crime of war. Why didn't he just pick him up? I don't think he would have known what to hit to make the parachute open. I think he designed that he plane. He probably designed, oh, he did. Designed the plane. Well, yeah. we just assume so. I'm going to. I mean, no, he, no, he knows, no. He knows Remember about when, that stuff, when, you know? when they pull up in front of Stark Industries before the shot, the scene opens on a close up of the model of the F-22. It's like with, a monument out with, front. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, with Stark Industries on the gotcha, tail. Gotcha. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the lighting there. I, I can't tell if they were also trying to do like a like a beauty pass on him just to kind of smooth him out, and, but that didn't work. And these little, there's a lot of these little moments that, they, that I think Favre threw in. Like for example, now you got to come see what I'm working <laughs> on, and he just goes, "No, nah, the less I know, the better." Which is one of those foreshadowing things because we know that he's going to be war machine. Like we know he's going to get into one of these suits eventually. And it's one of those things where it's just like... Who's oh, going to get in one of the suits? Rhodey. Rhodey was I always had, I had no idea. Like, I well, came again, to this movie he, with absolutely yeah. no knowledge. Yeah, yeah. And my assumption was that he was Iron Man, Iron Man was he, and that was it. I didn't realize it was like suits. I can make you Iron Man if you want me to be Iron Man. Well, no, no. Well, that's Man. the thing. He, he, what happened in the comics is that um, he, went on a, uh, he went on a bender. Uh, 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 Tony Stark went on like a bender. Lost the company. Uh, he was like down in the dumps or whatever. And during that time frame... He wrote The Fragile. During that time frame, uh, yeah, no, um, Rhodey started wearing the suit and being Iron Man. For, like, appearances? No, 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 no. And, like, being full-fledged oh, Iron Man. that's a great storyline. And, and, and the storyline, if I'm not remembering correctly, Oh, but was I that like that more than what they did. Oh, if, it's in this sequence, I think, where we see Captain and this, Hammer's that's shield. That's totally an ad-lib. Uh, Let's face it, it's not the worst Captain thing Captain Hammer. <laughs> yeah. No, America. Um, oh, okay. But in any case, oh, let me just I like, really I like that more than And what happens, is, what happens is that in the comics, the suit was only made to work. It, there was, it was not just mechanically, it was bioengineering if I'm not mistaken like the suit in the comic books had nothing with Jarvis and a computer it was meant to work off of Tony's own personal biology so what happened was is that it wouldn't it wasn't working properly when Rhodes was flying it so the bio it was like screwing him up mentally he was becoming like insane like Rhodey at one point went insane and Wait. that's I think when War Machine became the villain because he would he wouldn't get out of the suit you get what I'm saying? And he and the, it's kind of like the Venom. It's kind of like uh, the same thing happened with, I mean, I guess it's Marvel kind of retelling the same story. It's kind of like, you know. Bad Spider-Man? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's the same kind of story where he the got to suit. The suit makes you evil. The suit made him evil. The suit made Rhodey evil because the mad, biology was Mad with power working. and all yeah. that? Well, no, no, not mad with power. Mad with his actual biology was screwed up. Ah. And then what happened is, is Tony had to kind of come out of it and build a new suit. You know, and build the mark, whatever. To fight him. To fight him. Yeah. yeah, again. Demon in the bottle? Diamond John, in the rough. Diamond Pavlich or John Pavlich asks. Demon in the bottle. 
And this is that the that, is that the name of the the storyline? Demon in the bottle. Oh, I can't remember. Years. Oh, I'm talking okay. freaking. I'm I'm surprised I remember that much. Um, <laughs> this is the first time I think we see that uh, Obadiah. Is... I, I love you can, that you can see like the seams in the suit. The welds, the, the bad welds. welds. Yeah, the and they're not welds. and they're not even yeah. good. Yeah, no. fantastic. Yeah. And that's and then again a testament to Jean Favreau keeping even this ridiculous idea of an Iron Man suit realistic. Yeah, like you know okay, I mean? this this is a magic bean suit, and but somebody still had to weld this with earth welding that's machine. funny and this i love is, that and this is, this what is my you, magic bean suit <laughs> <laughs> and this is what somebody in that situation would be able to make yeah like you would not be able to make anything else you out made of an arc, spare parts you made an arc reactor again again but magic bean yeah that's that the arc reactor is the only magic bean as as we were explained to us earlier the building a suit out of metal that he had from weapons is everything not, else is actually could, is completely could, doable could be yeah. real if you it's have not, the, it's not very hard power. it's not very hard yeah. to bend stuff and here's this is this very is, uh, Firefly here. This yeah, is like the, I was gonna say this is a weird little moment, and it never gets touched upon again. He never uses this thing. Yeah, no, he does. Again. He does. He gets Tony with it later. So yeah. he steals the reactor. Out of his chest. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Sorry. I love so. that part. <laughs> <laughs> you could have had five bucks if you said you hated it. <laughs> well, if all I have to say is that if all I have to do is tell you that I hate something, and I get five bucks. Then I hate. Uh, I hate that actor right there. See that guy right there? So look at the way he doesn't even look. Back to the tent to see if his fucking boss is in danger. That's bullshit. If I'm that actor and I'm sitting there with a gun, I want to make sure that the guy who I'm paying to protect is still protected when the bad guy walks out. So fuck you. I hate that guy. Give me $5. Not a bad sell. Not a bad sell. Not a great sell. But not a bad one. Your mom's not a bad sell. No, she's a pretty good sell. Okay. That's kind of the same as not bad. Yeah. yeah. No, I was agreeing with you. Okay. Then why'd you say but? No, I didn't. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, he owes you $5. This is the best conversation ever. I don't know what the hell is happening. I know, I, I checked out of it like three, five sentences ago, and I was still just throwing words out there. Brian, I listened to that podcast you said you're on, and, um... Yeah, she has, uh, my sister and I did okay, listen so to the Empire one. This is, this is, this is the, the fantastic moment where we realize, I mean, the fact that we've seen it. We realize that Tony Stark is going to be doing this normally. Like this is what his this is his new point in life. Yeah, is to put on this suit and wrong all of his. I'm sorry, right, right all, of, all his of his wrongs. Yeah. To set right what once went wrong, hoping that each time. See, the there's next no hard opening. There's no benefit. Would be the suit there's, home. Yeah, there's nothing to sign. I don't know there's, what you just did, but I'll bet you it was Star Trek. Nope, Quantum Leap. What is Quantum Leap? You yeah, don't worry about it. Okay. Wow, really? And I love the fact that he calls them missions. And she quits. She leaves him because she knows him, and and she has other things to do in England where she talks about how shirt, bad America is. The one is. shirt he didn't cut the hole in, <laughs> and it's the raggediest one that you probably should cut a hole. In. And you could still see the nipples through. <laughs> well, mm. those are CG. <laughs> hey, CG nipples exist. I know they're on Hulk. Well, not that. I mean, I've seen a CG nipple replacements. What's the rings in the back of his head? Is that supposed to be something from the suit? I suppose. Oh. Was Quantum Leap the TV it's show? So Is that what you're hard. talking about? Yeah, yeah Scott Bakula. Yep. Dean oh. Stockwell. That's the guy that plays uh, Chuck's dad in the in Chuck. That's the one that had the theme song. Yeah, that's the one that had the theme song. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that one with yes, the theme song. It was the only '80s television show to have a theme song. That's what I'm trying to remember. I going again. It was like bump bump. This day and age, that one. Yeah, 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 that was Quantum Leap. Yeah, yeah. the one, the one with the theme song. Well, no. Anyways, I was, uh, <laughs> what I was gonna say is, it's it's the one with the theme song that sounds like the Growing Pains song, but that wouldn't have been helpful. And you know, 
really great writing is the relationship between Pepper Potts and Tony in this movie because there's not a lot of exposition other than you, you've been with me all this time. And it's almost like just the fact that they're talking to each other the way they talk to each other tells you everything you need to know about them. Yeah. Like, that's really fantastic. It's, a, it's I think all the subtext. Best, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, subtext is a fantastic thing that I have not learned to use in my own movies. <laughs> um, but it's all about... But like, I should the way, yeah, yeah, well, I'm going to try next time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That was a yawn. And this is this is her uh, <laughs> not an orgasm. <laughs> this is her being crafty. The craftiest Nickelode. When when is it gonna happen? I just want a normal fucking operating system. I just want to see a computer look like a computer. That's boring and will be out yeah, in, you know in what? a year. And exactly. And you know what? This You wouldn't want that. That's a good point. This is the kind of computer that's how do we know Tony Stark didn't build his own operating system? Yeah. yeah he would. Seriously. And I totally buy this as an operating system, by the way. It's a more realistic than some are. Yeah, but than yeah, most are, but, yeah. I mean, it's not like, can you enhance, 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 rotate, flip but, it the other way around? Well, can you tell me something that has a sector in it? Is there anything in this world that has sectors? Do we use that word for anything other than movies? So, uh, oh, it's in sector four. Private sector. Yeah, but not like sector In a movie, I've heard five, that. Right? Yeah, yeah. My favorite is this always... Is, we're going to call the rooms of this apartment like like Jessica has sexter sexter one. And sexter? Wow, that's well, a hers whole. Would be well, sexter. it is Jessica. <laughs> Whoa! Oh. Does, the, hey. does, the, does the audience even know these people? No, no. no they inside don't. joke. That's Anyways, my my favorite is always when they refer to things as quadrants, but there are clearly more than four, four of them. Right. <laughs> and it's my fa- my super the northeast favorite. quadrant. Wait, what? or like quadrant seventeen? Uh-huh. No, my but my favorite is when it's like sector two quadrant seventeen. No. <laughs> no, this I didn't is... realize that Martian referred specifically to Mars until like high school. Really? Yeah. Do you think that it's physically possible to be so good sleight of hand to ever do this? This happens in a lot of movies. This is one of those scenes. Hey, where David Copperfield got out like... of a mugging. <laughs> you know that story? He was no. getting he was getting mugged, and the guy asked uh, for him to open his pockets, and he had like a bunch of money and shit and keys in his pockets. And uh, Copperfield like shows out his things, and he's like doing this whole thing. All and, sleight of hand, and he puts them all back, and yeah, and uh, and the, and, and, he, I don't buy it. and he scared off the guy. No, I this happened. This is, this is where story. is he walking around unprotected where he can get robbed? It was New York, and I think he had a woman with him, and he like protected her somehow too. Yeah, I'm sure he did. That's probably now. Now, now that you say that, I'm thinking he probably did make that whole thing. That up. was total bullshit. Dude, the guy was fucking charged with sexually harassing women and attempts to like fucking like. Do you hear about the stories with him? This has nothing to do with Iron Man. He uh, <laughs> he he sends guys. He sends guys out to uh, to see couples. Okay, that are in his uh, out of his shows, and to offer them like free passes to islands that he owns, in hopes that the husbands won't come. And like and that, that like it'll entice the woman to leave their husband to go be with David Copperfield. Read about it; it's all over the news. Like ten years ago. Anyways, you know who I would bet would never do something like that? Tony Stark, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, he would not. That's a fantastic beard. Can you grow a beard like that, Brian? <laughs> no, no. What about you? I can grow. Can, a, no. I can grow a beard like that. Even it's, it's can you? I don't think you can because. It doesn't look like the mustache. No, no, it doesn't goes dip. It's it's like his face got dunked in a bowl yeah. of hair growing <laughs> stuff right at the mouth, and just everything below that gets the hair. And, and li- like, look at that. That was like so like well. Achilles being dipped into the invincibility pool. <laughs> he got dunked. He got dunked into beard. <laughs> this picture is mom going dip, dunked into a vat of beard. That little moment didn't quite work it didn't as well sell. as I hoped no, they would. No, no, it didn't sell. I think if they were a little more clear about the thing being inside the paper and that she never tilted yeah, the paper, yeah, 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 yeah. then, you know. And, and or one, do it in one and, shot. And, and and those moments in movies I hate. There you go. I found something I legitimately ah, hate. All right. I hate it. She looked at the thing I hate so it know. when we have to 
draw a circle around the fact that we have something in our hands. Yeah. There's so many points in so many movies where we like where somebody is just like doing this. I'm doing. I'm doing a visual, but like we hold our hands to our face and then open it and look at an item that we know is in our hands. Specifically to show an audience. Yeah. There's no reason we had it. We know she had it. We got. It. We could see it in a frick- like. There's no reason she had to open it like this and look at it. Even if she just held it to her side, and we saw a little red light, we get it. Like there's so many in, other ways around. In that. general, I hate when people have, and sometimes it's you can't avoid it. But the just body line or body posture of I have to hold this up way yeah. up high on my chest to make sure the camera yeah, sees yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's actually a scene in Moby Dick that I edited that. There's a guy has a gun behind his back for the whole scene. At the very end, like it's revealed that the other guy knew about it the whole time. So he pulls the gun and he like, you can put your gun away because you're gonna need it later. And he, and and he, he holds like, up across he his chest. Yeah, yeah. He and like I originally edited, so you didn't see that, but you did see the shot of it behind his back. And I thought that's enough. That's totally enough. But Trey's like, no, you need it. This like, is this oh. is a fantastic moment that the TV was talking about earlier. How or I don't know if it was Steve that brought it up, but like. Tony Stark built this thing in a fucking cave, and the scientists that are the top scientists with a box said of that, scraps, yeah, like are not capable. And the fact that the one scientist says, "Well, sorry, sir, I am not Tony Stark," is a fantastic line. Well, yeah, exactly. fantastic yep. line. There, there you go. Here's He's the moment. Getting, yeah. Ooh, the little veins on him are. Yeah. I got to assume they just held his breath because, aside from the the obvious, no, they just visual took, they, just, they just did this well, shot no, 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 no. when he was doing coke. If seriously. <laughs> He's about to wake up in some children's bedroom. Here, here, Robert. You can have Coke just just this once. It was already Jay that, that walked into someone's like Let's, kid's bedroom, right? There wasn't another celebrity that was drunk. Yeah, no, it was him. Yeah, okay, it was him. Good. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like Speak, Charlie Sheen. Of which, you know, we talked about how this Michael movie, Jackson. Uh, we talked about how this movie was a big comeback for for Rodney Downey. No, no, he Rod, was on his way Rodney Downey. Rodney Downer? No, no, no. <laughs> Rodney that guy? Dangerfield. That's the guy. That's the guy. I don't know, but I'm stealing. I'm, that's that's going to be a character. I was going to say, that's the, guy, that's the guy who's always in the group who's like, yeah, I guess if you guys want to do that. Do oh, guys, Rodney. Do you guys you're always really want to get downer. pizza? Yeah. All right, fine. Did, did you hear that the cheese is tainted at that place? All right, anyways. Uh, <laughs> this wasn't his comeback. This was yeah. him in the middle of the comeback. Yeah, well, I wouldn't even say that. I, I mean, like this special comeback was years prior to right, this. Right, right, right. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang for me. A scanner darkly. For me, that was I mean, a, that was after Kisses Bang Bang. Fant- yeah. I mean, 2005 and on, he's been back. But but this was still deemed as his big because this totally. was his, well, this was the, the studio saying, yeah. I this think Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. is back. Yeah, this was them hanging a temple on him. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. this is the definitive. What a great composition for that shot. The the, the decision the to Dutch, Dutch that camera yeah. so that they're both profiled instead of him yeah. being over him. Oh, I love that move. We did that. I, we totally did that a lot. No, I didn't like. I'm not because of this. I'm just noticing that we did that a lot in our movie. Like almost too much. I think oh, yeah. where one person's taller than the other person, so we just change the angle of it. Yeah. No, it's good. You don't think about it a lot. Oh when my you, god! When, that if looks, you don't do it, too that extremely. looks fantastic. I like the specialized uh, arc reactor extraction tool he had to get it out of his chest there for some reason. I was like, okay. I'm assuming he just took it from his lab or something. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Well, I mean, Obadiah has to be obviously he's an engineer himself. Well, so, yeah, of course, yeah. So he's not smart enough to make the arc reactor, well, but he's smart enough to make the, the idea, tool for the arc the reactor. The idea too is that is that he was always two steps behind yeah. Tony's father. Yeah, like he was never quite as good as Tony's so father. So it's basically yeah. Howard Hughes. Exactly. Now, why is he being all mean now? Why is he being all bad? Because Tony wants to stop selling these arms illegally, and he is—it's going to cost him a whole pistol. All the of while, money. he's been selling to yeah, yeah. enemies. Obadiah has been, you know, essentially under the table, making millions and millions and millions of dollars um, by selling selling, these, to, both selling to both sides. And right on. Now he can't do that. Anymore. So he's the war profiteer. Yes. Yes, exactly. But it's being all done under essentially Tony's name because they're his products. So Tony feels guilty for it. 
What a great scene where he just is par- literally paralyzed and just yeah, cannot, has, like, cannot do anything to defend himself. Not even he, he can't, can't even fucking except he can't even t- can't even talk. He can't even say stop. Mm-hmm. He can't even say you're an asshole. Yeah. He can't even say you look stupid with that beard and no hair. <laughs> he can't even say. And I he loved wouldn't. You he wouldn't because he looks fantastic. <laughs> Dipped in beard. I-, I love this guy, man. The shield dude. Well, I don't know this actor's name. Was that? Did they Wait. have the shield logo behind there? I I couldn't read I like all the I, letters I, that go around in the circle. Oh you no, know, no no no! Oh, of that building? No, yeah, no, no. in the I garage that they were just walking out. No, of. I, I think they were. No, I don't think. so. I think okay. they're just in some generic. Uh, Stark. Well, there was something facility. painted on the wall that said enforcement. Yeah, maybe it was then. It might have been. What does shield wanna... stand for? Oh, you can do it. Strategic. Jake. Jake. I can't do it. I can't. Really can't do it. I really can't do it. Strategic. Strategic. Homeland. What's the next one? Uh, intelligence? intelligence intelligence interception i don't know no, there's yeah, an e all right chat room your turn he said it earlier. he'll say no he's well, gonna say it at the end. End. do you know do you know the last ones the last letters shield division department okay. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't know division i think is the last one yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so i only have one letter i don't know push the button mal <laughs> yeah, that's totally logistics. Totally that logistics. Moment. That's why this is why his shirt wasn't is the only shirt that wasn't cut for it, so oh, he could cut have, through it to get the thing out. You're absolutely right. <laughs> and the fact that all robot it does it all on his own. Robot. <laughs> would you Would you mind smashing the glass? <laughs> and for the me? fact that they gave it they gave it emotion it with a claw. Nip, that's nip. fantastic. Well, the bolts look like eyeballs. The only thing it was missing was a little screen with a smiley face, like in Moon. Clint Mansell. And now in this moment, uh, this is this is the moment where you say, if there was anything I hated about this movie, this is the thing that I didn't... Again, I knew it was going to be... I knew he had to fight just warmonger. I knew I knew the bad guy was going to be a big mo- a big robot. Yeah. But How did you I know? personally... Because what else do you do for the first Iron Man movie? What else? I mean, like, it's the go-to. It's, again, because there's... I, I, it's not like you have to. You don't have... I'm saying you have to as if it's a rule. It's not. It's just what the what every Hollywood movie is gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Because what can what is what is the well, one thing that can hurt sir, Iron Man right if, off the bat? A bigger Iron Man. Yeah. You mean it's kind of just like Well it's like it's like how do you hurt a guy in an iron suit? A bigger a, iron a suit. A exactly. guy in a bigger iron suit. Exactly. And, it's and just, honestly I mean it may be obvious but if you had a movie that didn't involve him fighting another guy in an iron suit there would have been rioting in the streets. Uh, let's, you're let's right. Be you're right, but it's also an outgrowth of this particular plot, which is that it's it's also the yeah. sort of the, the it's an arms es- race. espionage. It's the arms race. Yeah. It's the technology. Exactly. And, you know. So, and um, an- another fantastic moment too that we kind of skinned over was the fact that Pepper saved the thing is what saved what, his life. What saves him. Yeah, because he was going to incinerate the thing and sure, then yeah. be dead at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, small details. Every small yeah. see. When your movie is really tightly and well told, every small detail affects the ending affects, of the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I thought it was Sector. Didn't she call? Wasn't it Sector on the computer? Because I brought it up specifically because the word Sector, and now it's Section Sixteen. There was a problem with continuity in this movie. May I have been, hate that. May have been <laughs> Give me five dollars. <laughs> I'm giving you five dollars every time you say you hate it. But that I do hate. This is fantastic. I love that it crosses he crosses his arms his like that. Arm. But it's such a nerdy way to. It's not like <laughs> yeah. it almost looks like his mom told him he couldn't have that toy on till Christmas morning. Yeah. Like that's what it was. It was like, no, you can't open it tonight. He went. <laughs> <laughs> I want my Iron Man yeah. suit now. It was yeah. such a weird way to do that. But that actor is fantastic. I don't know what else he's ever been in, but he's great in this. Oh, the poor car. Oh. <laughs> 
Yeah, you could have just flew over it. Guys, it was broken. <laughs> and this was the moment where I was like, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. We're going to see him. We're going to see War Machine. We're going to see War Machine. Hmm. And then it didn't happen. Well, they pan over. Yeah, yeah. Something kind of like it. Well, no, they do this where he well, goes. Yeah. yeah, right here. This is when I was like, we're going to see it. Mm-hmm. And the whole audience. I saw this movie on opening night. Uh, with a bunch yeah. of nerds, you could tell they're a bunch of nerds because in that moment, in that, that moment, that is the definition went, of a Yoda saber. Moment. Everybody went, yeah, yeah, and then oh, like I was really happy. Totally with the, the audience. definition of a Yoda saber moment. I was really happy with the audience I saw this movie with because there was a lot of that. Like, oh, you could hear the snickering, and I, I remember seeing this movie with my with my, the then, jokes. with my then girlfriend, who I was, every five minutes I was like, that's because of that. Dude, that's gonna that's you don't get that, but it's something. <laughs> Wow. That's in phenomenal. the chat room, Seth Brower is pointing out it's, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. has changed repeatedly over the years. Uh, before 1991, it was Supreme Headquarters International Espionage Law Enforcement Division. There you go. Uh, and then after 1991, it was Strategic Hazard Intervention, Espionage Logistics, Directors. Directors. Directorate. Yeah. Uh-huh. Damn. Wow. And then this one. They came out with this a movie made Damn, a S.H.I.E.L.D., one? you scary. They have a bunch of anagrams. No, abbreviations? Acronyms. Ac- acronyms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why, are they all, why do they all start with A? Why couldn't they... When you put them all in the word A, then I have to categorize them in the same place, and they're too close to be categorized so close, because then I switch them around. You know what you should do? You should make a mnemonic device for it. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) I had a lot of fun with that one. In the movie, movie it's Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. That moment right there, to me, was a little Steven Spielberg-y. I don't know why. But just yeah, that doesn't that seem like a very Spielbergy kind of thing. Well, dude? somebody looking up, we're gonna, gonna see like, the eyes, and then they're gonna rise to the height that they actually are. Like, you're what was he back doing? The, you're thinking about what was the he future. doing? Was he standing like this, and then like the side is okay, up? still like, radio, Jake. Like I know, but you guys can see me. Your reactions <laughs> yeah. will sell it. All right. Uh-huh. No, that's not it at all. <laughs> is that about right? <laughs> <laughs> He didn't build a suit, did he? Yeah. He yeah, did. he had his guys he build the suit. Because he it. found the Mach 1 designs when he went and saw the bad guy, when we ah. talked about how the guy wasn't properly guarding his good guy outside. I, I, lo- I, I, I love the, the like hydraulics you see. like You can see the articulation yeah. behind yeah. the arms. I don't like this guy. This I remember not liking this fight and, when and I again, first saw it. I, like I said, I, I don't hate it. It's just too I, much. It's too cartoony. Yeah, and that's this is one of those things where, I, again, though, I don't know what else you could have done. Again, I don't... I would have been happy if the movie ended when he, with him just beating up dudes in Afghanistan, the, the people he sold the stuff to. Like, you have to fight Abadiah because you need the big robot versus the bigger robot. Nah. But his origin story was the best part of this movie. So now that he's Iron Man, like, you know, yeah. this is just, this is just, we need a way to end this movie. We need a way to get out of this movie. We need a big fight for the Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, again, keep. I mean, again, this is this is the end of the plot, the whole plot with. Uh, and and with again, Obadiah. and and not to mention that Obadiah. I mean, how long did it take Tony to figure out how to use that suit? And Obadiah yeah. is now an avid expert in this wig warmonger suit without any. He didn't have the arc reactor to work it yet, so it's not like he had any rehearsal. It's not like he can get in it and, and learn because he didn't have the reactor yet. He needed to steal one from Tony to make the suit even work. So all he had essentially was a shell. Like little little things like that, I think, kind of, or what affect this fight for me and this whole kind of villain for me. Again, I love it, and it's still fun, and I love these little moments. Um, but I don't know. And again, in that in that suit, you have to wonder if his legs are in it, or is it one, of, or is it like a uh, an nah, avatar like kind it. of thing? Well, I think it's most, yeah. mostly in the torso. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, how do you? you uh, uh, there's a lot of 
There's a lot of things that necessarily have to be different about that suit than anything that Tony has built. Exactly. And so a little more, like, that's why I I wasn't a big fan of the Warmonger. You're totally right. That's why it doesn't work for me. Yeah. It doesn't fit him. It does. And it's just totally. It's not a guy. It's not even a power loader. No. It's it's, just a robot. It's just, it's just exactly. Which is why I would have much rathered, which is why I think I enjoyed the Whiplash villain despite the fact that there was some poor story choices within that i like the whiplash villain better like i will i will go i will say time and time again that the villain aspect of iron man 2 was way better than iron man 1 hmm. but the story of iron man 1 and the, and just the movie in its entirety is just a, a, this is a, leaps and bounds better than the second but i mean if whiplash was the was the villain in this movie in some way shape or form yeah, you know, like I, it would have been so hard to fit him in. I guess I, I don't know. I'm spinning wheels here, but he looks like Iron Giant. He he looks. Yeah, he yeah. does. Well, it's hard not to at that point. I mean, you Mach are one, an Iron yeah. Giant. It's a fine yeah. line to walk. <laughs> it's a fine line to walk with proportions and in the art direction of the yeah. suit to go from um, one size to the next and still retain. Uh, the realism, realism. That's, that's been set because the it bar. looks because the problem is they set up a bar in this movie. He looks and then they immediately went to keep it be big and also realistic and not cartoony and not uh, not so that it looks like a well fictitious item. And it, then and it, again, this feels more and, and here we go again. How how long did it take Tony Tony learn how to fly? And well, he's pretty much just going straight in a line. I mean. Yeah, but that was that was the hard part. Remember, he didn't know how to keep himself stable. Maybe it's from, different. That's I don't know. Whatever. I mean, yeah. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. The whole idea is whatever because it's it's this way this movie ends. But right. these this is why I'd, I wasn't a big fan of the villain in this movie being in the suit. I would have much rathered him ended up having to fight outside of the Iron Man suit. Let's have a let's have a, a legitimate fight between Tony Stark and Obadiah in some way, shape, or form. That would have been the most underwhelming into well, to an well, Iron no, Man no, Okay, well then maybe right. maybe Obadiah just builds something that can fight Iron Man instead of be, having him be in the bot. Yeah. I mean, like, instead of it being actually Obadiah. Sure. In the same way that they did it with Hammer in the second one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's a great little movement there. When he falls the first time, and you kind of really see that it's a very the realistic panic. fall. Like it's yeah. a really realistic. I think that's how you would. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> like it's kind of like when you jelly leg. When you, it, when you think when you think there's still one step left, but there isn't, and you just kind of fall. Like you know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because the first thing you do in, in a situation like that is try to get your balance. You don't like. Try, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You don't do any crazy thing no, other no, than no. just like yeah. Nice this kind of marks that the was, beginning. Of that a, was kind of weird CG. A, yeah. The a, a, the whole thing with this stuff is that. Throughout the course of the movie, in the suit, Robert Downey just it's, it became increasingly unbearable. Yeah, like just acting wise, he just couldn't turn in performances. And so by the end, he's just in he's just in a jumpsuit with ping pong balls and then the helmet. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, 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 and yeah. Uh, and they're just sieging the suit entirely. Yeah, totally. Um, and since you might as well do that, you just got his hand too. Yeah, exactly. You know? But uh, it's pretty it's pretty successful for the most part, you know. And another thing yeah, I hate. Br- another thing voice. I hate. Yeah, again, another thing I hate is why does it have to alter his? Why did he put in a fucking Darth Vader adapter? Like, yeah. why can't he just? We don't. Tony's voice doesn't change in his suit. No, it is actually. Remember when he flies away and he's like, "He's all yours," because he's concerned about identity at the, at this point. I don't remember him. Yeah, I, I don't after, him after he sounding, beats him up and he leaves the one guy who he pulled through the wall. Yeah, yeah I remember that part, but flies. I don't remember his voice being yes, there. Totally, I'm gonna yeah. once the, once commentary is over, can we go back and watch that? Because I want to hear it. Because if so, you're totally awesome, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Which I mean, well, it, makes, totally it, makes, awesome it makes more sense for for Tony than it no. does for. But the for, thing though is that he's not concerned about his identity. That's the only thing. 
I mean, he did. He at, revealed, the, at this point, he is. But at I mean, this point, after, he is. After, yeah, that's after this, he goes, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> this looks important. What a great moment. <laughs> and and I guess it's I don't know I guess it's just I guess it's just me not really liking robot and I, that's another reason why I don't think I liked Iron Man like as a character before you know like I, when I was reading him when I was younger and even in my adult years because I just don't I'm not big into robots you know what I mean like I I much prefer like the the mutant aspects and the superhuman and then just the human you know with guns more so than I like a dude in a robot suit you know what I mean like there's something about that that was unappealing to me which is, why, arm, which is why I don't care about Transformers. His, why he was just gesturing with his arm, and you could see that in the suit, when he was on set gesturing, he had his arm out and he was looking at it. And then the big suit, his arm was out and he was looking at it. But that you could only see his chest, right? Yeah. Where his arm would be to make the arm do that. Totally. Would be right in front of his face. Yeah. His arm, you couldn't see where his arm was because there was no room for it there. Which is no, it's just a bad suit design. Yeah. It's just it's an implausible suit design. His arms can't move. They would either arms, always be up like it was Christmas story. His arms, yeah, they would come yeah. up to like they're, the elbows right. in the suit. Because yeah. they're, they're pinned to his chest. It's kind of in this weird in-between region of it's not a full-on mech where he's yeah. totally in a torso, but it's also not the suit like it is for, for Tony. Uh, that's not how I, mean, I, I also don't works. like. I also don't like how fucking evil he just all of a sudden became. And that, that's what I'm saying, too, is like when he goes casualties, when he kills the family in the car, like... I don't believe, like, I don't think that this, I think that this whole ending just was like, all right, we need the way out. And again, I've, I've praised this movie up to this point and I will continue to do so, but I don't think there was an out for this. Like, this was John Favreau going, and this is what we're going to do now, because this is the way we got to end this movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is John Favreau going, yeah, and then we'll have a cool, fun fight, and then it'll be, in the, like, I give him enough credit for taking the time he did with everything else that I don't care so much about this. Well, listen, is Favreau credited as the writer for this movie? No. No, no but ultimately he's ulti- responsible yeah, for the story. Yeah, no, yeah you're I'm sure. Right. right, but, you know. And it's got to be some sort of mecha because the the robot only has three hands. I mean, three fingers, rather. Does it really? At least it looked like it just then when it was getting electrocuted. Well, maybe the electricity burned off a finger or two. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, the giant fall where he hits everything on the way down. Ow, yeah. hot, hot. Mm-hmm. Well, the suit it could protect him from the heat, except for his face. <laughs> <laughs> and the hand that's not there anymore. He's going to have a burnt face and hand. Good for them for actually blowing up the front of a building. Like, for Full real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, not a miniature. Well, I don't mind if it's a miniature as long as it's not CG. Miniature's better than, yeah. than totally. They did it really well in Orgasma. And I love the fact that the original shitty arc reactor is still going. You know what I mean? Like the one he built in friggin' the okay. desert. I'm surprised they didn't approach Energizer and say, you guys want to fucking deal with this? <laughs> And this was a great way to end the movie as well, in my opinion, because I didn't know whether or not in the beginning of the number two we were going to go. I'm just he was going to go. I'm just kidding. I can't be Iron Man. You know what I mean? Like I really thought that the whole I'm I'm Iron Man was going to be like a punchline. Like I wouldn't have been surprised if in the second movie the opening of it was an immediate the sentence the sentence he said afterwards, going, "Come on, you really think I could possibly be Iron Man? Look at me." And then, like, but you know, even, even in the comics, 
Tony Stark is the only one who doesn't have a secret identity. No, that's not true at all. Oh, really? Yeah, he was wildly concerned about it. Like, that's only recently. Like, in the original, original Iron Man. In the Man, Ultimates, though. In the Ultimates, yeah, he's wide open. Okay, And okay. he's wide open. But That's original, actually where it came from here, where they say, oh, it was a bodyguard. A yes, mechanical yeah, yeah, bodyguard. Because yeah. that was always the excuse yeah, they would use. The, right? the, exactly. The always, the, in the original movie, Iron Man was supposed, was supposedly... Original comics, you mean? I'm sorry, yeah. In the original comics, uh, Iron Man was Tony Stark's bodyguard, which is why he was always there. When Tony Stark was there, uh. but but it was he was never like he never just did this, never said I am Iron Man until way 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 later, and I think I actually I think it might have been like one of the one of the '90s rewrites. I don't know who it was that did it, but it was before Ultimate that they did that. Okay, I just don't remember who it was. I because again right. I I didn't read Iron Man religiously. Iron Man was one of those things where like I got the majority of my Iron Man story from when he was crossing over with other characters that right, I read. Right. The only the only stuff I've read is the Ultimate line, so. And and I I love the ultimate line and I oh yeah I, I think if, if it wasn't for the ultimate line then the modern day comics would be dead in my opinion like I don't th- I mean I mean in regards to Marvel like Marvel would be dead if they didn't relaunch yeah like they did with Ultimate but uh and again that's where a lot of these movies are coming from I mean yeah oh Nick, you, and I you mean can tell you this can whole Avengers story tell. actually this whole Avengers story sans Iron Man's origin because I didn't, well actually I didn't read the beginnings of Ultimate Iron Man I don't know what they did his origin like but in any case uh, I don't the, know if I've any, ever read the Ultimate. Iron Man standalone. I know I've read some Ultimate Avengers, but gotcha. not yeah, yeah. Iron Man. Yeah, 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 neither have I. And uh, but I know the way that the Avengers are coming together in these movies is straight Ultimate. And obviously Nick Fury is Ultimate Nick of Fury because he's yeah. fucking black and he's not he's David, Samuel David, Jackson. David Hasselhoff. Yeah. yeah. Which when I even, even which like, I was totally into when I first saw it, I was like, yeah, that's 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 yeah, that's I mean, that's what they, they're doing. Because well, because they, I'm talking about I'm talking about when I read him in the book. When I, yeah, yeah, when I first saw that, yeah, when I first saw that, I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, this is like they drew Sam Jackson, like yeah. it's it's kind of like with Wanted when they drew Eminem and Halle Berry, like as the characters. They were just like, yeah. oh, we want a familiar face here. Let's draw a person, an actor that everybody knows. They did that in in uh, Secret War too. That one of the one of the the mutant characters is Angelina Jolie, and she's not, like she's a character created solely for that one little short run, which is a fantastic, especially if you're a fan of of this style story stuff. Um, like stuff that has to do with like you know secret wars and and, and political agendas. Check out um, Secret War. It's a really great great graphic novel. I like how she could just just like just interject and interrupt his press conference, <laughs> <laughs> and he could just shoot right back. I know it's confusing for your little brain. And now here's the thing: is the fact that sh- that the word is finally used superhero for the first time in this movie. You get what I'm saying? Like. Sure. It's a yeah. dress like, oh, hey, maybe this isn't a one-time thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like they're really, they're really earning the fact of putting this into the the real the world Marvel yeah, universe. universe. Yeah. Exactly. I love the fact that he's got a card. <laughs> well, the card is all but, his yeah, whole. But but the, but the fact that he like he's clearly not reading, and then he picks the it up and holds is, it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The unprepared, off the cuff truth. What a fantastic ending! I mean. It, it ends with him saying, yeah, the credits are fun. Oh, "This really credit nice sequence part. is gorgeous. Yeah, I love this fun. sequence." And then using the Iron and Man the song. Yeah, yeah, I thought it showed up in the movie somewhere. Avi Arad. Honestly, I thought it showed up when he when we first saw Mark One, but then it just didn't. the trailer. Just Ryan, the trailer. what happens? What happens if I click next chapter? Does that take me it. right to the last scene, or does it skip over the last scene? I don't know. I would hope it would take. Let's give it a try. Everyone, get your mouse remote ready. Now get to the point where you're going to go next chapter. We're going to see. If, we're going to see if it just clicks us over to the scene, the scene that's at the end of the credits roll. Three, two, one, click. Nope. No, nope. Not for us anyway. Operation is currently disabled. Sorry guys. That's all right. Though. If you're watching it, hey Jake, talk about Nick Fury. They're uh, watching it at nine, home. Nine, nine fucking 
nine, nine movies. He got a nine movie deal. So you figure? <laughs> are you serious? Nine? You didn't, you didn't hear that? Yeah, yeah. He I got didn't a know nine it was movie nine deal. fucking yeah. movies. Yeah, he got a nine before he ever even like the after the first movie. Like this was does one this of count nine. as one of them? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I th- no, no, no. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe don't it's know. ten movies and this is one of them. Maybe. But I, I, would, I, would, I would think so. God. I'm assuming this is one of them. I would so, so. So you got to assume Iron Man None one, of the two, James and three. Bonds. Like nobody right? has been a James Bond for that long. Iron Man one, two, and three. Hulk. He was in the Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, right? Wasn't he? If I'm not mistaken. No, he I, no, he I, wasn't. Oh, just Tony, Tony Stark. Just Tony was. Okay, okay, okay. So, so there's three right there. Um, Avengers, Captain America, Thor, uh, Thor. So there's six. Three more We're movies be from there. So we're gonna have either X-Men. have sequels or Spider Man. Well, I'm hoping. I'm gonna say we're either covering gonna, it. For... It's either gonna have sequels of Avengers, Thor, or Captain America because I'm sure one of them they'll will do well and they'll want the sequel for. Yeah. Or or what I hope is we get X Men and Spider Man and fucking Spider Man. Yeah. And then I don't give a fuck what the third one is if there's another additional one that's not a sequel to yeah. one of these. But the, I mean, Iron Man three is definitely is already in the works after the Avengers. Yeah. From what I'm told, like they're gonna go back to a, a single Iron Man thing, but. I don't know. Like I said, I did. I could. Iron Man was one of my m- most uh, couldn't care less about characters. Um, and it turned around and became your movie. And it turned around becoming my one of. I mean, this is definitely in my top five all comic comic movies of all time. I mean, it's just up there with the Crow. Absolutely. I, th- I think this might even beat the Crow in regards to comic. You wanted people to call you Eric Draven because uh, this movie to me. Because um, it didn't come out when he was younger. Well, well no, yeah, maybe. Well, uh, uh, this movie to me is more rooted in reality. Like this movie. Can you did... imagine being like seven right now, and your dad takes you to see the movie Iron Man? Oh. Can you imagine me, the kid that gets to grow up with Iron Man being his movie? Sporty, spoiled. Well, well, he didn't get to grow up with Star Wars as his movie, so you know it's only fair, I guess. Nah. Yeah, but neither did we. Technically, we just happened to also have it. Yeah, just like true. kids today happen to also no, have it. I grew it. up with Star Wars. I didn't grow up with it in the theater until. Well, yeah, that's what he's no, saying. That's what I'm I saying. Did. Then yeah, you didn't. Yeah. Anyway, my name is Teague. I like Iron Man. Brian. Yeah, it's awesome. Ryan. Yeah, it was very <laughs> out. Couldn't, not a lot to say. I mean, you know, happy to let <laughs> happy to let Jake just, rant on and I on because this movie. it's just, you know. It's just such a good movie. Beyond just saying, this is great, this I, is I great, love this it is so great. It's, yeah. one of the, it's one this of those movies. This was a love fest, you know? but I, it was all right. What, what it was a love fest. Okay, so let's just think really quickly. I'm just curious to hear. Like, what other Marvel franchise, all right, could could they possibly squeeze into the universe that we've seen right here? And them do it successfully because we we're, right now I think Thor is the biggest up in the air. Like I don't know how the fuck they're gonna do. I that. don't know. Either. Is one of the green the movies? Fucking... No. Marvel. No. Seth Rogen or Ryan no. Reynolds green? No. 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 That's neither. No. They're both DC. Right? I don't know anything about comics. Well, I don't think Green Hornet is. Oh, Green, green Hornet isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's actually not green based Lantern. on comics. Yeah, yeah. That's Green Hornet. Um, yeah. uh, oh, that's right. That's a TV show. Uh, Never mind. Uh, green Hornet, not a comic. I as much as I would love to see more X Men movies, <laughs> I think at not for Magic Beam purposes, but just for making Spider Man. They are doing Spider-Man. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they're doing Spider-Man. Now, is that a Marvel Studios movie? Or, is, surpri- it, or is it just a reboot by I'd be, Fox? I'd be surprised. Right. You guys keep that's, talking. I'll that's, check. That's Sony, right? Spider-Man was Sony. Yes, you're right. So, I don't know if they got that when they when they took over from Fox. I don't oh, know if no. Marvel got it when they took over. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Stuff over I'm just curious. Nope. The next blockbuster film from Marvel Studios was Spider-Man. Oh, no, 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 no. My bad. This is an old wiki article uh, directed by Sam Raimi. I don't know. It um, had the Marvel... It- thing on it though i'm looking i'm looking at the yeah but because it was a marvel property yeah but what i'm asking it's still, is it, like, it, it's source like, material okay. is still uh, yeah, yeah here we marvel. go in production x-men first class filming oh, and ghost right. Ra- and ghost rider spirit I of vengeance about, i forgot about first class well spirit of vengeance is and, literally a sequel. and and untitled spider-man reboot 2012 they're all doing right. spider-man so so the, all right so then and that i think could work 
Like, because right. I will, again, Spider-Man's magic bean is the fucking radioact- radioactive activity. Yeah, yeah, it's radioactive, essentially. Well, it's the same as the Hulk. Genetics, it's like, exactly. It's genetics. Yeah. Radiation does weird crap. And that's why I and think... those I can buy in this universe. Exactly, because yeah. it's... Yeah, if I have to. Yeah, because it's it's all about genetics, and it's it's not Whatever. like... It's, but to me, that is a lot easier to deal with than fucking Green Lantern, per se, from DC, who is going to be, you right. know what I mean? Like, we're dealing with an an, an, an altered dimension being who, you know, has this shit and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, I don't know. I, I would love to see the X-Men worked into this universe, but it's just too but, big of a story, you know, though, unless, too big of a world on uh, its own. Well, that's why I'm curious to see First Class, because First Class, I don't know if it's part of this. If First Am Class I the only one that didn't know they work. were making another X-Men movie? I did. I, I, I forgot that it was first class that they were calling it. Yeah. Um, I forgot that it was about the first class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Which, but, but I'm, I'm interested in that because that, if anything, that's the one that they could use because that could be the first time we, all of a sudden, mutants exist. So you mean, like, mutants sudden, are just starting in this universe. Yes. Or maybe they're there, but we just, like, it's one of those things where they're all hidden. They're all closeted. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And maybe the government keeps them under wraps, which I could totally maybe, buy into. Maybe S.H.I.E.L.D. is keeping them or under she, wraps. Exactly. Well, that's, that's exactly what that, it is. Yeah, yeah that yeah. totally. So, they could work. We'll say. Totally we'll and and if that's mentioned that we might even let's forget. Wait, you know what we completely forgot about, about uh-huh. in, the, in this nine movies? Maybe there might be a Nick Fury movie. We might get a movie just about Nick Fury, about him playing. Does he have a, does, was he? A, but no, uh, he did would, he have his own books? Yes, yes. But he would fall under the Avengers. A lot of them would. Well, yeah, so would Iron Man if that's your. Yeah, that's but I mean, excuse. Nick Fury is the Avengers. He's the no. Nick Fury is is Nick Fury. He's Shield. He's got way. He has got right. plenty of other stories. I mean, he has hundreds of other stories before he ever even starts Avengers stories. All right. Um, but in any case, did he start as separate from the Avengers and then yes. he just got yeah, worked? Yeah. yeah, in? yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. They, he was like, they... I th- he started way back when, uh, um, I think it was actually, his books were originally called Nick Fury, agent of shield. I'm pretty sure oh, that the, okay. those are the names of his books. And then, and then when Avengers started, like, I think, I think his first like crossover. Th- I'm sh- I'm fucking. I, I'm. This is totally playing on my ass. So please, internet nerds, don't fucking email me going. Yeah, actually, it was uh, issue four, three, three. Anyways, I think I'm pretty sure that the first Nick Fury thing was Hulk. I think the first time we saw him is one of the Hulk stories. Okay. Um, because he was trying to get Hulk under wraps, and then from there, I think it bled into Captain America, and then Avengers from there, and then uh, then again, and then from that point, it and went then eventually to, they got to Ant Man. Well, well, no, no. Well, yeah, no. Ant Man was one of the original. Uh, Avengers and Wasp. Do we need two Wasp. insects in the same team? The original Avengers. <laughs> the original Avengers was was Hulk. The original Avengers was Hulk, Iron Man, Captain America. No, no, no. he was not the original Avengers. No. They 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 Hulk, found him. Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man, Ant Man, Wasp, and uh, Ant Man. One other person. Shit, who was it? Oh my god, it's gonna drive me crazy. Oh, internet nerds. Anybody in the chat room? Nobody. Somebody. They're not saying anything yet. We're about ten seconds away from our Nick Fury scene, by the way. I know. I just want to see it, and I'm stalling Beast. here. I'm still Beast. No, no. Beast was Beast was a fucking X Men. Thor. 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 There you go. Thor was one of the original. That there was Matt Veda wins. Good job, Matt Veda. Hey guys, yeah. look, look on the screen. Here it is. We're gonna get some of this. Jake, what were you doing in the theater at this point? Did you know this was coming? No, I had no idea. Did you wait for an insane? Uh, yes, I always. I forced my girlfriend. <laughs> Whoa, dude, you shouldn't say that on the internet. <laughs> How do you think I got her? <laughs> well played. Here he is. Yeah. Were you? Did you go fucking ape shit? I went. I went. Fucking ape shit. I was, yeah, you have to say it with a with a stalled long F and a really hard K. Fucking ape shit. That's how I went. Boom. Boom. Done. Boom. Did you? Do you have goosebumps oh right now? I got goosebumps right now, and I've seen it a hundred times. Jake's got an erection. Yeah. Just. I mean. Well, he could have left it with the line. 
so you think you're the only superhero in the world, you're part of something bigger now. And I that that would have been enough for me. The fact that he just said you're part of the Avenger initiative. This is my this is I know we're going to talk about this in in fucking end all with number 2 when we eventually watch it, but one of my biggest problems with number 2 was that the number 2 was that for 2 hours. What we just saw, it was 2 hours of him going, yeah. you're going to be a part of this thing now. And then he never goes, okay, maybe. I'm going to do it. Yeah, maybe. Do it? maybe. We're thinking about it. You're, you might be too dangerous. But so you might not so be dangerous. when do I start? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But in any case, yeah. Iron Man 1, near flawless movie. John Favreau, I give you a round of applause. Yeah, and I hope to work with you one day in any way, shape, this or form. Really even if it's bringing you coffee. Definitely. Um, very cool. This has been Down in Front. You can always find more episodes at downinfront.net. Subscribe to us on iTunes and get a brand new episode every single week. Uh, Twitter.com slash downinfront. Facebook.com slash downinfront. Show you can email us at contact at downinfront.net. Thanks to Matt Fade of Vader for show notes and chapter breaks and iTunes and Holden Hill for working on the website. Go to our website. Go to the forum. Involve yourself in the conversation. We post every week when we're going to be recording live so you can involve yourself in the chat conversation and help us out with facts that we don't know when we're recording. Go ahead and press um, the store button and buy this DVD from us. We'll get a buck if you buy it. And there's a big donate button. We're not asking. We're just saying. And until next time, my name is Gene Christie. And I'm Brian Finner. No, I'm kidding. I'm Iron Man. He was thinking about that for the past five minutes. No, ten seconds. I am Ryan Weaver. And I am absolutely Jig Lloyd. <laughs> this has been <laughs> Down in Front. Thank you very much for listening. Good night, good night. Works every time. I am unapologetically Ryan Weaver. You thought I was going to say Iron Man. That's what I am I am ecumenically Teague. Okay. Can we go back to that scene? I really want to hear the voice. I was totally serious about that. I really want to hear his, that's all yours voice. Trendsinyourhead.com